Has anybody checked out the uh, Son of Zorn show? No, no. it's pretty funny though. Actually, yeah, I, I watched the first three episodes. Uh-huh. It's not bad. If you're a, a He-Man fan and a Jason Sudeikis fan, you will probably like it. <laughs> well, one of two. Yeah. <laughs> Which one don't you like? I never really got into He-Man. Oh, okay. Like so I, I, I couldn't say that I'm not. A, I couldn't say that I don't like it. I can probably honestly say that I really never watched it. I just watched the the new Ghostbusters last night for the first time, and you poor soul. <sighs> I, I wasn't as disappointed as I thought I was going to be because I that went in with low feeling. expectations. I, I was expecting to be really disappointed by it, but you know, it, it you you were never going to be as good as the original. So yeah. I, that's why I lowered my expectations to start with. Like, yeah. As as a comedy movie, I thought it was actually pretty solid. As a Ghostbusters movie, much less so. Yeah, like I you just still haven't seen it, right, Romano? No. I just wish they wouldn't have messed with the song. They they could have just left the song yeah. as it was, and I was happy with Ray Parker. Uh, the I soundtrack didn't... literally has like three or four different versions of the Ghostbuster theme song on it. <laughs> Are any of them good? Uh, I like yeah, the, the original the Ray Parker one. <laughs> I mean, aside from the Ray Parker one, I like the Walk the Moon version. That one's stays it's it stays close enough to the original that it, it updates it a little bit. The Fallout Boy one is ridiculously stupid. Who do they do? Is it Rihanna? Who is it? Missy Elliott in Fallout oh. Boy. <laughs> so you know, oh, the Ghostbusters theme song needs a rap section. Mm-hmm. Of course. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> it worked for the Ninja Turtles, why not? I but the Ninja Turtles like have rapped before, like they they've made yeah. music. <laughs> I don't see the Ghostbusters getting down and scratching records and dropping rhymes and. Hey, you know what? Um, oh god, I, I just lost my thought. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this is going to be a productive evening. I, I can tell already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say Winston and Ray sang in the second one. Yeah, but it wasn't rapping. It was the theme no, song. No, but they did. They did the little. They did their little dance. In front of the kids, and the kids all told them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, because yeah. of He Man, it comes right back around to He Man. He Man, I'll tell you, by the power of fucking Gray Skull. <laughs> Suddenly, I get this visual of you fucking a Gray Skull. <laughs> that was not the intention. <laughs> uh, can I have some Skype issues again? I hope you dream about did you, that tonight, you, Mike. You, could, you did a podcast with Ian last week. It's like an Ian comment right there. Yeah, it's right. I was off, thinking I the guess. same thing. Welcome to another episode of Bright Guy and His Super Friends, the only podcast that starts by innocently talking about race parents and ends up arguing about consent laws on tattooing. <laughs> I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Mike Romano. What's up? Andy Stoles. Hello, podcast peoples. And our second Mike, Mike Bradley. How's it going? <laughs> Se- second, second, second string Mike. <laughs> That's why we said him uh. second. It's all about the hierarchy. <laughs> 
I told I think I told him on Facebook we got to go through like this extensive hazing process with him. Yeah. To get him acclimated to the podcast. Absolutely. I mean, he went. He had. He did his first one with Ian last week, so I think that was a good. I mean, that's a good. That's a good step. That's right like eighty percent of the hazing. Yeah, that's that's pretty brutal. <laughs> well, I was able to deal with it as best I could. You survived. I, yeah, I survived. That came out the other end. That's a good sign. That's about all you can do. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just hang roll on. With it. Yeah, just, just just go with the flow. Just try not to smell like shit coming out of that shit show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so sort of segueing to some Star Wars talk a little bit, but before we really get started on what we got planned, uh, yes, I realized there was a new trailer for Rogue One that released this morning, and no, I actually don't think we're going to talk about it on the show. At least that's sort of what I'm telling myself right now. <laughs> Imagine a hushed silence from the podcast crowd. I know. <laughs> Take a moment well, of silence here. Because <laughs> I think I've said on previous episodes that I, I had seen enough marketing. I was going to stay away from any other trailers. I didn't want to go into the movie knowing too much more. And, I mean, that mentality worked for about three hours today because I did break down and watch the trailer. You're welcome. Yeah. I, Mike and I were texting a little bit because he had watched it. So I was asking him how spoilery it was and if it's worth <coughs> checking out, and so he convinced me to check it out. But I've only watched it once, like, considering how I normally break down trailers and watch them numerous, numerous times, once is pretty good for me, I think. So I don't want to really spend a lot of time diving into it, because I don't want to, I sort of want to forget some of that stuff within the next couple of months, so I didn't want to do a podcast on it, because I didn't want to try to really speculate and memorize all the shit that is in the trailer that I want to sort of stay for the movie. Try to go into it, I guess, pretty clean. Uh, did anybody else besides Mike watch the trailer? Or was it just me and Mike? I intentionally avoided it. Okay. Uh, I figured it, I, if you said we were going to talk about it, I'd watch it. If not, I wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't know how much you were looking to get into all the marketing and trailers and stuff for that movie, so I didn't want to force it on people. Uh, Andy, you. did you watch it? I did not. Didn't check I did not watch okay. it. No, because you you try to stay away from a lot of that stuff too, right? Um, it generally like I think there are uh, uh, movie studios that do a really poor job of spoiling fucking everything in the in, in the trailers. <laughs> but but given the um, sorry, I clear my throat there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, given um, uh, the Star Wars Episode Seven trailers, which really didn't reveal a tremendous amount, I may check this one out. Just, yeah, I don't know. think it revealed anything other than like one thing that we already knew. We kind of that's what we talked about earlier. Well, depending on how well you follow, like you and I well, sort of yeah. follow the movie, I think more it it dives in, it does reveal uh, a relationship for Felicity Jones's character, that Jin Arso. Okay, mm-hmm. the main character. Yeah. So you get a little bit more of like why she's involved in this whole thing. There, there's a specific reason for that, and which again, which they show in the trailer. So depending on whether or not you consider that a spoiler, they'll probably dive into that within the first 15 minutes of the film. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean that, yeah, I wouldn't say that that's because no. if the trailers cut anything like the way the the uh, the way the film will start, the whole reason she's there is going to open the film. Well, I mean, yeah. given given the piece that they chose to do this about, I mean, we kind of already know what happens. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, there, there's not much spoiling the end of it, you know. Right. <laughs> we know we know they get the Death Star plan. Right. You know. right. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 Spoilers. <laughs> although, you know, it could be a series. Maybe they fail this time and they got to make another movie before they actually obtain Rogue them. Two. I, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would be extremely pissed off if they did something like that. <laughs> They want all these spin-offs to be standalone films, and yet the first one is the first part of a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we joke about it. I'd still fucking see the sequel. I wouldn't care. It's Star yeah, Wars, right? I mean, you'd have to. Exactly. You've given me the first part of a story. Now I must see what happens next. Yeah, I'd see it too. So. <laughs> they don't let this get out to Lucasfilm and Disney. We don't. Yeah. They, then yeah, they'll think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, they will see it if we do it. No, no let's, yeah. let's not tell them that. These guys are dumber than we thought. <laughs> They're on record saying they'll see it multiple times. Uh, yeah, I do think, I mean, I'm not sad that I saw it, so that's good. I do think it's a good trailer. It's really good on the action. I think the action in the movie looks really, really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And it, it's the first, like, Star Force Awakens did a little bit, but I feel like it's the first... Star Wars movie that feels kind of artistic. Like, I think mm-hmm. some of the shots that Gareth Edwards does that we've seen in the trailer are just magnificent. Yeah, I they can't are. can't wait to see some of them. There's got to be more in the movie. I would argue against that, though, saying that even in A New Hope, I mean, one of the, like, the most beautiful shots in all of Star Wars movies ever. Yeah, I mean, it's just Luke standing there looking at the sunset. Yeah, I guess I'm that not, was a, yeah, maybe that's a bad word. I'm not saying like the original. I think it's, that's stuff. more iconic. Though. Yeah, well, I mean, it was artistic at the time. It was, it's become yeah. iconic. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, maybe that's a bad choice of words. I'm not saying the other ones aren't artistic. I guess maybe it's just sticking out to me more with this one. I don't. Know, maybe it's just because it's new shots, like just yeah, the way he frames stuff and and puts stuff in the picture. It's stuff that I've never seen in a Star Wars movie before, so it really stands out to me. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of feel like Jack Hoof had that feeling in Force Awakens with the... That's true. You yeah. know, the Down Star Destroyers, and, it, you know, that was very new ideas. They never really had shown something like that before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, now now the Force Awakens kind of feels like old news, and we're on to the next one already. <laughs> Which is sad to say, but I'm just really excited for all the Star Wars stuff that's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty much, it seems like, going to be getting a Star Wars film a year for... A good while now. Yeah. And no issue with that's that. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. We can't complain as as yet. They... Yeah, yet. <laughs> as long as they remain quality, it's all good. Right. Um, all right, so that's all we're going to talk about for Star Wars, for the Rogue One trailer, I think. Hopefully, again, if as long as I keep to my, I'm not going to watch it again, we're not going to really dive into it, that should hopefully be the, the last you hear about it. I think It's worth checking out if you want to check it out, but... Uh, otherwise, we'll try to save all of our Rogue One discussion until after we see the movie, which is like two months away. Yeah. You know what I'm? Well, you know what trailer I'm waiting for? There's another Assassin's Creed trailer. Well, that's true. We only got the first one. That's, it was that's due in December too, right around Rogue One. So the week before or the week after? Week after. I think it's the week after. Because what Rogue One's the seventeenth ish? Yeah, somewhere on there. The, Seventeen, eighteen, like right something before, like that. And Assassin's Creed's like the twenty third, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's, it is two months away from that, too, and we've only got the first trailer. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we get some of that. We'll, we'll talk about that one whenever they release the second trailer for that. I mean, that's got my money. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt. Yeah, that'll be that'll be one to look forward to at some point. Once they Again, once they give us more material to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so, all right. So for this one, for this episode, we're finally going to be talking about some Luke Cage, which we put off last week. Uh, but we're still only going to be talking about the first four episodes. We didn't. Most of us haven't gone past that, so that's that's where we're sticking. Um, we'll probably get to a more comprehensive review sometime later once we all get a chance to finish the series. Um, but we'll probably put that at the end of the show before we really get into the Luke Cage stuff. There are some New York Comic Con news that happened. I guess last last weekend was New York Comic Con. Um, traditionally, it doesn't really have. I, th- I don't feel like a lot of high profile news that come out of the convention. Normally, it's like San Diego Comic Con that gets all the all the big stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But New York had some good ones, I think, that are worth talking about. So we'll dive into some of those, um, starting with uh, one of the trailers we're going to cover, which isn't necessarily comic book related, but it's a movie that I fucking love, and they're making another one, so I'm really fucking excited about it, uh, is John Wick 2. Keanu yes. Reeves comes back for John Wick 2. Um, did everybody see the first John Wick? Did anybody not see oh, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. About 15 times. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Making sure we're on the same page here. I still get pissed off when they kill the dog at the beginning. Oh man, that's brutal. Yeah. Any yeah, dog that's, that's ever been minutes. killed in a movie, it just pisses you off. Yeah. And, and then, you know, but this one, it's like finally some fucking revenge for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like awesome. Yeah, Wait, Andy, a... you haven't seen this movie? Oh, I've seen it multiple oh, okay. times. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry. I <laughs> thought, like, the way you reacted to the dog, I mean, well, yeah, I should know. No, yeah, the, 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 no, it just pisses you off so much, and then you're just like. Yeah. Everything he does is completely justified. Ah, oh, so yeah. <laughs> taking down a whole entire Russian crime syndicate or whatever the hell they are. <laughs> totally worth it. Mm, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I love that that universe is like has this lived-in feel. And it's like yeah. mm. you know he's retired or whatever the, at the beginning of the first one, and then when people start throwing around John Wick's name, everyone's like, "Oh fuck, don't screw with that guy." <laughs> yeah, they called him the fucking boogeyman. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I thought that they did an amazing job with bringing like a new element to the action scenes thing that always resonates with me is like they're the one I, one scene in the house where he's using the guns is like is other brass knuckles. He's just, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know, instead of punching people, he's throwing the gun at them. <laughs> that, that was just like, it, it was an entirely new idea where it was just like, just a fucking awesome scene. Well, it was I like, the, like, it was like all like, like the, the code words, but it, like, you know, I want to make a dinner reservation for 12. That means there's, you know, you go come pick up 10, 12, 12 dead dudes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, but it, like, the best part was, like, it was, like, just, like, totally calm. Like, it was just, like, man, you know, whatever, you know, just, just making a phone yeah. call. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just, like, part of that world. That's just what happens yeah. in this universe. Yeah. Yeah, all the, even the action, like the, like Mike was saying, the, the, I love that it's probably, it's one of the few movies I can think of anyway, where when you get the gunplay, you're not just like shooting limbs. He's headshotting every motherfucker that comes at him, and he's doing it very quickly too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that, like without it? a thought, just turn. Don't have to yeah. look. Shoot somebody here, here, here. Yeah. Just... Speaking of like the shooting and stuff like that, like a, a couple months ago, there was a video leak that he when he was at the sh- at the uh, shooting range, like training. Oh yes, yeah, I was gonna I ask you that. guys if you guys watched that. Dude's legit. He, that, mean... that is crazy. <laughs> I mean that's it blows me away how good he is with that stuff. I mean like legit firearms expert almost, you know. That had to have been like SWAT team or something training him, right? Something Probably. like that. Either that or like competitive shooters and stuff like that that they oh, yeah, the, yeah. the the close quarter um tracks. Yeah, yeah. That's kinda really what they were doing. But I mean, damn. And while I'm thinking about it too, did anybody else hear this? But I thought I heard 
somewhere after the fact that uh, the directors for Civil War, Anthony and Joe Russo, got the choreographers for John Wick to help in the airport sequence of Civil War. Ooh. Smart. Yeah, that's an interesting tidbit. I didn't hear that before, but... I th- yeah, I can awesome. I read that somewhere. I want to know who choreographed the the end the fight scene with. I can see that more because that that fight scene seemed more realistic. The and all the close the, quarters in there too. The, the, the Iron Man versus Winter Soldier and Cap fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that, that could have been them too if they had them on the movie. Especially the way that was all filmed. That. Yeah. I had very... yeah, that would def- absolutely. I would if I were to guess that would have to be the same people. See, now if I gotta like fact check myself. If that's true, yeah. <laughs> Well, and I had heard that this, like, John Wick 2 is just, like, part two of a trilogy. Is Yeah, I think I already heard they're talking about a third one. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, it, it got enough response from the first one that, yeah, I mean, you, you, when you look and watch the trailer, you can see already all the, in the cast, it's significantly more high profile than the first one was. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that just shows, like, why this movie is getting a trilogy. I don't think it was originally planned that way at all, but the response it got, yeah, I just is pushing that. I just hope it doesn't take it like a step down in quality, kind of like uh, Taken did, with like Taken Two and Taken Three. Yeah, you know, I well, like those movies, yeah. and Taken, Taken One Three is, is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Taken yeah. Two is okay. Taken Two isn't bad. Was yeah. Bad. But you isn't know, taking three the one where she he's like telling her to throw grenades or something like that so he can figure out one. where she oh that's the second one that was ridiculous too. <laughs> <laughs> the one that get, to... the part that gets me in the second one is the whole beginning of the movie she can't drive like she can't even drive like automatic stuff mm-hmm. and then like they go they're getting in a car chase she's driving a taxi a stick shift taxi and she's just whipping it around and shifting like a madman <laughs> like where the fuck did you learn to do that <laughs> up until that point you do not know how to drive period it's in her genes. Uh, oh, don't give the, me that shit. Yes, it's the skills that were handed down. Yes. It's called lazy storytelling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Chad Stalinsky and David Leitch, the guys that directed John Wick, used to be stunt coordinators before that. And oh, that, so I guess after they did John Wick, they did help for Civil War. Cool. The article I'm looking at does not specifically mention what sequences they did, just that they consulted and helped for Civil War. That they probably just consulted and helped the entire movie then. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you have it. All that's, right. my little, that's my little tidbit. Um, so, what did you guys think of the... Uh, we, so, we all love the first one. What did you think of the, the trailer for this one? It's in Rome, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, he's globetrotting now. Yeah, it is cool to kind of see like a different destination or location, I guess, to have him well, kick some ass. <laughs> we're going to just go on a real quick tangent. I mean, it's not really a tangent, but like before we, like, anybody knew that John Wick 2 was being filmed, <laughs> that was when I was in Italy. And we ate at a restaurant when we were in Rome that it was like this little hole in a wall place that the people at the hotel told us to go to that like cuz my you know my dad spoke English it was spoke Italian so he like was fitting in with everybody not <laughs> we weren't just tourists so they said to go to this restaurant so you know we went ate phenomenal food i mean probably one of the best meals i ever ate liked them on facebook and then like a month later not even a month later I see pictures posted on freaking facebook Keanu Reeves is sitting here eating dinner at the same <laughs> table that i sat at and he he looked 
just like John Wick, I go, he's making another John Wick movie. As soon as I saw that, and then like a not like the announcement came out like a couple months later that they were making John Wick too. Nice. Get the inside scoop. Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, dude, one of the things I took from the trailer, like just just the presence of Lawrence Fishburne and <laughs> what he's gonna like mean for that is just gonna be interesting. Like, what, what's his role actually gonna be? Morpheus. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Red or blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like bringing those two back together. It's kind of like. That's that all is, right. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a missed opportunity so, if they don't make some sort of Matrix reference in there. Yeah, there definitely should be something. Uh, maybe the red or blue gun. Who knows? I mean. <laughs> like, Lawrence Fishburne's code name is Neo. Yeah. There you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that, like, you could tell they definitely got probably twice as much of a budget for this movie than they did the first one. I think yeah. it, it seems like they have a lot more to work with. So if it's, it's see, they're painting it as sort of like another revenge thing. I'm trying to wonder like what the hell sets him off to go after people. Yeah, I, I like, really they're not going to kill the, his dog again. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like I really hope they don't kill the fucking dog. Again. <laughs> yeah, that there is a scene with him with another dog. I know, and I'm pretty in, sure in that that's trailer the, there. So well, it's it's at least the same breed that he seemed to have picked out at the end of the first one. So right. I just yeah. wonder. I would just wonder if it's uh, as my thought would be, which is just blowback from what he did in the first one. Oh, like it kind of just I mean, continues on. Like this, the crime syndicate that he took down was actually like a smaller part of a bigger one. Yeah, and they come after him again, and maybe kill his dog again. I don't, I don't know. I don't think you can kill his dog again. But yeah, that would be brutal. Yeah, but I mean, that's what it was about the first time too. It's like kill a dog, man's dog once, and that's what happens. What happens when he kills his dog twice? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, John like was always in it. Maybe like, and they seem to be kind of like friendish as far as yeah. John Wick had a friend I guess oh do you... so maybe they kill him oh yeah maybe uh, he wasn't even really in the first one for very long no he was just a chop shop dude yeah. we still yeah. talk to him and he, do you... yes maybe do we know if he's gonna be in from that. chapter two yeah he's it yeah nice okay I like John Wick because Defoe was like his actual friend in that movie yeah 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 that's true I forgot about that yeah he was great in that movie too yeah mm-hmm. sad to see him go yeah, spoilers so be, for uh, people who have not seen John Wick One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll yeah. cut that comment out. We'll be, we'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah. it, seriously, who hasn't seen John Wick? I know a few people. At this point, haven't. if you haven't, spoilers don't qualify. I don't think like it, it, <laughs> well, it's yeah. been long enough and now. Anybody that's probably listening to this has probably watched that movie. So I would think so. We would, yeah, we would hope my so. guess. You know. Um, yeah, so this looks like it'll be another Valentine's Day movie. It's in February. Oh, is it? Okay. I have it saved on my DVR. I hope my DVR never craps out because I don't have to go buy the damn movie. It's one of those movies that I could just put in and just watch, like, just, I just put on and just watch any time. Oh, like, yeah. It doesn't matter. You can just put it on and be like, yeah, I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah. Jess yeah. even wants to go. Yeah. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's one of those movies where you wouldn't mind if there was like a channel that just showed it twenty four seven. Just pick it up whenever, whatever point it's at. Yeah, just, just kind of hop like in a, for ten fifteen yeah, minutes yeah, and move on. Kind of like a Christmas story on Christmas, you know. You're just kind of like, eventually you well, watch the whole movie at certain points in the day. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they've been playing the Equalizer, Denzel's movie, a lot lately. That's not bad. Yeah, and, uh, I liked it. Oh, I, fuck, I love that movie. They've been playing. That's another one of the big. Like, I you just put John Wick and and. The equalizer on back to back. I'm good. <laughs> there goes four hours of my life. 
We should just program an action movie station. Just put some of the better action movies just on repeat all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. Every Monday to have. you get this set of movies. Every Tuesday you yeah. get this set of movies. <laughs> yeah, you could you could have like a John Wick Wednesday, you know. <laughs> Wick Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Fast and Furious Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> I really wouldn't want those movies on there. That was just the first thing that came to mind. First half that Tuesdays. came in. Take, take <laughs> <it to> Tuesdays. <laughs> uh, Matrix <all> right. Mondays. <laughs> You just keep going. We got a Dude, couple weird. more days. <laughs> Finish weird, it off. Yeah. What's what's Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday? Um, hmm. Now Star that I put you on yeah. Saturday, <laughs> I stalled. My brain Saturday. stalled. Dude, just do like Bloodsport Saturdays. Just don't even try for an S. Just <laughs> just throw Bloodsport in there. Just be like, eh, do it. What if it's like like Steven Seagal Saturday or something? Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I went. I got one yeah, and I got a cringe. <laughs> I think we're we're in disagreement on that one. Hey, under siege all right, we'll two. Do, all right, under siege alone Saturday. There you okay, go. There you go. There you go. That, that that'll work. Schwarzenegger and Saturday. Schwarzenegger Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I love Dude, this I think, idea. I think I think we just stumbled onto a, a freaking brilliant idea. We need to start a television network. Yeah. I, I think we I just think that was the purpose. Who can we call? Uh, Let's call Ted Turner. <laughs> We just have to get all the uh Fry Guy and his Super Friends channel. <laughs> have to get all the rights to play all these movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a brilliant idea though. I I like this the more and more we talk about it. <laughs> Start tweeting everybody. We'll see if that goes anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um all right, so out of the action movie genre, we're gonna go to the Power Rangers. We got a Power Rangers trailer. That's action movie. Uh, yeah. Ish. It's 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 Promoted that way, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. an action reboot. Um, I've actually been waiting to see what this what this movie is going to look like. We talked about it previously on the show between casting and looks at the costumes and stuff like that. And I mean, for anyone that hasn't been following along, some of the cast is actually kind of exciting to me. We get Elizabeth Banks playing Rita Repulsa, Brian Cranston is cast as Zordon, and Bill Hader was recently announced as playing Alpha. <laughs> yeah. But everybody else, like the main characters that you're going to deal with the majority of the time, I have no clue who any of them are. Yeah, all the rangers are yeah. new people. They're all, yeah. Which, yeah, I, I guess I prefer. Like, I'd rather have them be unknown people than true. bringing back, like, original cast. Well, unless it was, like, original cast members, but I think they're getting too old for stuff like that. I, I like the suits. The suits look cool. I mean, the Iron Man, just... Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm still not sold on the suits. I'd like to see the suits in action, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, this is one of those movies I will not be seeing the opening weekend. I mean, I'll prob- probably wait till it comes out on video, but <laughs> just because. I don't know. I just. I don't know. It's just. Uh, unless I see a better trailer right now, I'm just like. Were you not a fan of the Rangers growing up? Well, you figure I'm, I'm older than you guys, so like. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like Andy and I were a little bit older at the time. Yeah. I kind of like the first so, iteration of the Power <laughs> Rangers just because it reminded that, no, me a lot of Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a there's a. Speaking of, there I saw on Facebook today there was like a um, Voltron versus a Megazord uh, <laughs> face off, like mashup or something oh, like that. I think I did see that. I didn't watch the video, but I, I saw didn't watch it. it either. I forgot. I Voltron just briefly would, saw it. would kick the shit out of the Megazord. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Voltron's a defender of the universe. He is. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> you love singing that song. I do. Don't I you? do. I love it. Great. Great. <laughs> I wish I had the old old school Voltron cartoons. 
Really that one cute. on Netflix is still pretty pimp. It is I pretty like good. It is. It's pretty good. Season two's coming out. Uh, beginning of next year, I think. Booyah! Yeah, I think I did hear that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And toys are starting. The toy line's starting to come out too. I already oh, told doing... Jess. I was like, I might have to buy some Voltron toys. <laughs> <laughs> are they doing toy based on the Netflix show? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, back so, to Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Mike wasn't really a fan. Andy, you said you watched a little bit. I like the first iteration of the Power Rangers after they went to like samurais and ninjas and what else? Knights. Yeah. Uh, slugs. Whatever the fuck they were, you know, like I, I, I couldn't pay attention for any of that shit. Yeah, so. I think I fell off after one of those iterations. I watched the, the main core group for a while. The Mighty Morphin. Yeah. Was yeah. the ones I watched. But yeah, once it went to like Dino and Samurai and whatever the hell, I lost track. Yeah. Well, that that was going to be my question with the trailer. Is, is there going to be the Transformer version of the Power Rangers going on at the end there? Uh, like, what do you mean by that? Like where they have the, I don't know, whatever you call it. They turn into the... The Megazord stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really it, didn't show that at all in the trailer. No. Which is, you know, for me, that's actually kind of surprising that I got this invested in the trailer and I'm looking forward to the movie this much when they didn't show them in the suits and they didn't show the Megazords. Yeah, you would have figured that they would at least showed us, like, the uh, Morphin Time, you know, scene. Yeah. Something. Like, yeah. the transformation into into the, uh, not transformation. Well, it's, listed but... a, it's listed as a teaser trailer, so it definitely teases. It doesn't really give too much away. Like, I think it, it shows pretty much what you'd expect from a Power Rangers movie. You know, the just the the troubled team like the what the hell the the opening for Mighty Morphin had Zordon talking to Alpha saying like bring us teens with attitude. And then they get these really good-natured teens like to be Power Rangers. You're like they don't have attitudes. They yeah, they were about attitudes. as clean cut attitudes. as it came. <laughs> I mean, at least I mean, like this these teenagers look like there are troubled teens mm-hmm. that have attitudes I'm- and I feel like I'm kind of like when, the Breakfast Club. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard it because I think it, I, I'm going to give Josh props. I think he actually put on the Facebook page when I posted the trailer. He said it feels like Bref- Breakfast Club meets Chronicle. Hmm. Ah. I still have not seen okay. that movie. Ah. Get I, kudos, Josh. Kudos. <laughs> and then he actually put up an article that. Uh, do you guys know who Max Landis is? Writer that I don't know. He's very vocal on social media about like what he's involved in and writing scripts and stuff like that. But I guess he wrote Chronicle, okay, or at least helped write Chronicle. He claims he was fired from Power Rangers. Like he came on, wrote a script that it, the way he describes it sounded like it was more in line with the campy kind of cheesy '90s uh, show, and they fired him and a couple other writers, and then they made. He says they made Chronicle. Hmm. So they they fired him from doing what was closer in line with, I guess, you know, what the TV show was. And they fired him and then made it a movie, make it look like a movie that he did write a couple years ago. So that was kind of funny, I guess. But the Chronicle comparisons are, they're getting thrown out there a lot, I think, for this movie. Or at least from the trailer. Yeah, because it seemed like it was like, I don't know how you, what do you call that, like the video footage? Is that like third person? Like the found footage stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this one wasn't found footage, but, but it's no. I think it seemed like a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it just was me. I think it was more of like the kids like stumble across like some twice, sort of. Uh... They they like you know end up going in a cave, finding some sort of ship or something. 
mm. that now gives them superpowers and then they're learning to use them. That's basically Chronicle. So I don't yeah. remember the old Power yeah. Rangers being like super strong when they weren't in the suits. But this no. one yeah. seems to be showing them like, I can punch through a rock and I'm not in like my power well, suit. The the one scene even kind of like the shows like the Peter Parker transformation, like looking yeah, at himself like in the rich. mirror, like what is where are all these new muscles that are going on here? And it's kind of yeah. Like, I was gonna I, ask what you, you guys know. thought about that. If like they're basically make them into superheroes now, right? Like yeah. I thought from the show was like the suits sort of gave them power. Mm-hmm. Like they were pretty worthless outside of their suits, right? I mean they but, they yeah, all I, they could all like defend themselves against other humans, except for the stuff, Green Ranger, but... <laughs> Tommy. You're saying he was bad or worse than everybody else? He was bad. He was <laughs> badass. He, yeah, he, I mean, he's the obvious favorite, I think, from most people. Well, the, the one thing I noticed, like... Because he was the only one who was, like, a legit martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, the, speaking, like, of the colors of the Rangers and everything, it, it, the original show, if you really think about it... That was racist. was a little bit... Of, yeah, yeah, it was definitely <laughs> kind of racist, you know? You had Yellow the, the Asian Oriental, girl in... was a black dude. Yeah, and the white girl was in pink. I mean, it. it I, and Amy I, Jared. from what I could, <laughs> well, from what I could tell, if you like, look at the stones they're holding, I think they kind of intentionally went off of that. And I wouldn't be surprised. We're, we're like, you know what? We're not going to do it that way in this one, just because, you know, that would just be bad. The only, the only obvious one that I know of, and I don't like. I don't know if they specifically say it in the trailer, but the black guy in the trailer is Billy, the blue one. Yeah. So they didn't make the black guy the black ranger. Yeah, so he's the blue right. ranger, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're changing that up. I still think the, like, I think she's a little bit more oriental, but the, the yellow ranger, I think, is still going to be that. And then the, the white chick is still the pink ranger. So he's it seems like everything ranger, else pr- yeah. might just be a white guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, yeah, the Indian guy. Sorry. Uh, wait. <laughs> yeah, so they're... Is Jason would, David Frank going to make an appearance? The Green Ranger? Is he going to make an appearance? I don't think any Cammy? original guys are coming back. <sighs> they would hide cameos off. like that, though, I think. Yeah, like, that, they would be cool cameos, though. I, th- I thought yeah. they I'm waiting for, like, Butch and Skull. <laughs> for Butch and Skull to show up. Balkan Skull. Balkan Skull, that's it, yeah. Dude, it's been a long time, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I could see cameos from them. I don't expect cameos from the actual Rangers from the original. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do we really? We started started talking about it enough. We really answered it. But if how we feel about them sort of having superpowers without the suits, I don't. I, don't know, I like think that it's, idea or not like that idea. I, I think it's kind of a cop out, honestly. I, 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 I you must just like wonder that. if that's just them trying to get it away from being too much like Iron Man. Like, ooh, you get a super um, suit that makes you super strong. Like, you, you're like they're just like they're just legitimately turned into superheroes, and the suit just adds to it a little bit more. Well, here's the thing: I sort of watched, or I, my theory, I guess, maybe from watching the trailer a couple times. I think it's. Not the suits to give them powers. I think it's the morphers, like the power coin things that they put in the morphers. That's what it looked like, yeah. Because it seems like every time, like even that scene in the bathroom when you see him with like the chiseled chest and all that stuff and he breaks the sink, the power coin is in the room with him. It's on the sink. So I don't know if yeah. it's just like proximity to the coin 
is what um, gives them like maybe they have that in their back pocket with them the whole time. I I don't understand why they would need to switch to the suits then. They wouldn't need to. I mean, maybe the suits are going to add something more this time. Yeah, you need at least some sort of armor, I think, if you're taking on like aliens and shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if we're going certain... superheroes, I mean, Cap doesn't, Hawkeye doesn't, Black Widow well, doesn't. Just more badass than the Power Rangers. That's all that is. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean Cap yeah. has a shield for one, and in certain iterations in the comic books, his uh, suit is made similar to the way Black Panther's is, with vibranium built into it. So he still is kind of wearing armor. There um, you go. Take that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's Mike, Mike Bradley <laughs> throwing down the gauntlet. It's nowhere near as uh, as um, <laughs> protective, I guess, as, as like maybe Tony Stark's is, or as technologically advanced, I guess, as, as the Iron Suit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I mean, they couldn't do spandex if... again, so they had to do something. Yeah. You know, I just think they they made it look way too similar to an Iron Man armor. Yeah, yeah. Especially like <laughs> the, the the one like the one picture I keep seeing. It's like it shows just like kind of like all five of them kind of just in a row, and it's but it's just like their heads. Like it's just like one like stepped after another. Yeah. And the black dude looks like John Don Cheadle. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's not gonna lie. Like, is it the poster with like the face masks? Like like they're yeah. in the armor, but the face mask is up. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. If you look at that, just like. Look at it quickly, and it's like, oh, don't you? Oh, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> <Warm machine>? No. <laughs> yeah, I think the comparisons are are valid. I'm hoping they do things different than what an Iron Man suit will do. Like, if they start doing, like, the under-the-hood look, like Tony Stark and War Machine when they're in the helmet. Oh, yeah, I mean, no. That's a total ripoff from Iron Man. I think Marvel might have something to say about that if they do that, though. If they fly, you know. Or, <laughs> like... <laughs> Suddenly they have rocket boosters yeah. and repulsors. I think, I think, uh. More MCU might have something to say about that if that happens. I mean, would they hold yeah. a copyright on like a heads-up display inside of a helmet? I don't think they could come after them for that. I don't know. They kind of they kind of made that, so maybe. But it's not a new thing. It's just that camera angle is a new thing. Yeah, I don't know that they could copyright a camera angle. I don't, I don't know actually though. That that's not. Well, I guess we'll find out once we see the movie. If they if they do it, we'll see if yeah. Marvel comes after them. Who who owns the Power Rangers? Is it uh, is it a Fox? Saban. Saban. I know, but like Saban and Bandai, ain't it? I think yeah. I think Bandai does the toys. Is it part of any of the other? Like, is it a I part of one Saban of the? I thought Saban was like its own thing. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if it was like a conglomerate, like you know how like Marvel and Lucas is part of Disney and whatnot. Yeah, as far as I know, it's its own thing. If anything, I think it would be tied to something prob- probably Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it might be tied into something along those lines. That doesn't air anything over here, really. Because I but... thought Saban was a person. Like I think, like it's, like it's the name of the company, but I think it's named after a dude. Yeah. Because I thought I, I heard I that right. dude is like an asshole. I think you're right. Not really. <laughs> like just terrible, like working conditions for all the people that worked on Power Rangers. Like I don't think too many people have nice things to say about working on the Power Ranger shows. And that's all stems from that guy who just wants to pump out more stuff for more toys. I think it's one well, of I mean, those it, I, of I, that was one of the big reasons that they kept changing the Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, it sells is, more toys. Right, yeah, the kids aren't going to, you know, want the toys if they don't appear on television this way, so we're going to change them again. Yeah. And... Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up, there's one scene near the end where we get Elizabeth Banks' Rita 
talking to I think the girl that's playing Kimberly, one of the one of the Rangers anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we think that seems like a dream, or you think that's real? Because Rita's definitely pulling some like Zul shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just floating above the bed. I think it would be really cool to have a more badass Rita because she really yeah. didn't do much of anything in yeah. the series. So she had a good evil laugh, except for <laughs> yeah. except for throwing what, what were they called putties at them all the time. Well, yeah, we better get some fucking putties in this movie. Putty patrol, <laughs> putty patrol. <laughs> I can't believe I remember this shit. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm lost on some of it. <laughs> Yeah, it was the gray suited guys that just go that flail their arms and the, the faceless mumble. minions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you you'll probably get some assimilation of that, but I don't think there'll be robots in this movie. Yeah, could be. And then we'll get Ultron comparisons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely. I'm I'm hoping Elizabeth Banks brings something to this role. I think she. I think she could really nail it. I think she'll go for it pretty hard. So I'm anxious to see what she does. No one it. would mind Elizabeth Banks going for anything really hard. So. Yeah, when I said that, and no one <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to say it right yeah, away. Yeah, I think I we were all just kind of. I just put my head down and just just <laughs> kept my mouth shut. <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna segue to. <laughs> uh, so another some other news that came out of New York. Uh, we got some news on Haley Atwell returning for Peggy Carter. Um, fans have probably heard of Peggy Carter just from she's been in some Captain America movies. She had her own TV show for a while. Agent Carter lasted two seasons before it got canceled. Uh, so it was I think there's been like fan petitions trying to get Agent Carter back for a third season, which haven't gone anywhere. I think they're trying to get it on Netflix now, too. They're trying to get it yeah. everywhere, just anywhere that'll take it. I don't really care. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't mind if they do like a... I don't know, like a four or five episode like miniseries thing, just to sort of wrap up what they left hanging. Yeah, that yeah. would be. That's all I need. Yeah, I don't. I don't need a full season. Yeah. Um, but I mean, well, Haley Atwell has always been open to returning as Peggy Carter in one form or another. So it was announced at New York, she will be reprising her role as Peggy Carter, but it's going to be in an animated cartoon. Uh, so, from what I can gather, the cartoon is going to be called Marvel's Avengers. Secret Wars, which is actually considered season four of Avengers Assemble, which is the current Avengers cartoon that's on, mm-hmm. I think, Disney XD. Yep. Which I guess season three of Avengers Assemble, they retitled it Marvel's Avengers Ultron Revolution. So now for season four, they're changing the title again, which seems that really fucking they, confusing. They do that with a lot of those cartoons. Cause they, they were doing that with the um, Spider-Man Web Warriors, too. Was that the yeah, one that used to be Ultimate Spider-Man and then they changed it to Web... Is it Web Warriors now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly... Yep. See, that makes it seem like a different show when you change the title. Yeah. So that... I, well, I mean, I that confuses like, me and like I'm an adult. Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warriors. So it's like just like a different... A subtitle. Subtitle. Yeah. All right. I guess I could sort of see that. And it's well, still a Marvel's eight Avengers Assemble subtitle. Yeah, I guess they're throwing the Marvel name in front of this. Oh, yeah, of course you got to. Because it used to be just Avengers Assemble. Now it's Marvel's Avengers, and then they're they're throwing something with it. But um, so it's, so it's, it's gonna called, be it's called branding, Brian. Oh, oh yeah, branding. that's true too. <laughs> uh, so Marvel's Avengers Secret Wars. Does anybody remember Secret Wars from the comics? 
pretty sure they're basing it off like the. I'm assuming the '80s storyline. I would hope because the what the new one is a nightmare, but it did say that in uh, what I was reading about it this season, they're going to be taking on Kang. And he was. Can you summarize him? Do you know him pretty well? Not well enough to get the conquerors, but. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's some Kang sort of intergalactic threat. That's pretty much all I know. Intergalactic time traveling threat. Yeah. Okay. And he time does play a big part in the original Secret Wars, but yeah. it, correct me if I'm wrong. The original Secret Wars is the Beyonder. Yep. And Doctor Doom. Yeah. So in the new one, the new Secret Wars would need so much like backstory with it to make it work. I would feel like like. It changes so many damn things, introduces new universes and different... Oh, you mean the one they just recently did in the comics within the last year or so? Yeah, yeah, like it brings the ultimate universe into the standard universe and... Yeah, I don't think kids are ready for that one. No, it's too convoluted. You know what, they're calling it Secret Wars, there probably won't even be anything even remotely close to either of the Secret Wars. They they (laughs) could touch on Secret Warriors, maybe. I mean, Secret Warriors could be something they touch on. Mm-hmm. Especially with Civil War just coming out, I mean, it could be something that they, yeah, that's true, go towards. But I don't know. Well, for In, people unfamiliar, the '80s Secret War storyline. Can anybody sort of summarize that or briefly? Okay, basically, the Beyonder uh, portals transports like all of the most powerful beings from within the Marvel universe to. Was it the moon, a planet? I, I want to say it was... I thought it was like it was an unnamed planet. planet. Like, yeah, not, it yeah, wasn't it was, as close to the moon. I thought it was somewhere else. It, yeah, it was definitely somewhere else because it, it didn't look like the moon at all. But And he's putting them into battle against one another. And it, it gets interesting because they kind of have to work with the villains to take on the Beyonder to get through everything. It's been a while since I read Dr. this. Doom but... takes on the Beyonder's powers. Right. Black Suit Spider-Man's introduced. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they yeah that's where the Black symbiote suit comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um... That'd be issue eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to know that? I have four copies. Four, four copies four, of the good. same issue? Mm-hmm. Is it different covers or exactly had... the same? All the same. Okay. Yeah, they're all the same. Hey, we... It... They didn't have variants back then, Brian. I don't yeah. know. The eighties didn't have variants. <laughs> it, it, when I sold my collection a couple years ago, I had I want to say two of them, and one was like awful that I'd had for twelve years, fifteen mm. years, something like that. And the other one I had picked up as a really nice copy, and it just—I'll tell you—don't sell your collection, kids. It's not. <laughs> but no, I did it to I'm buy in the a house. Of rebuilding so. mine, so I have yet to start. I'm still putting the house back together, but hopefully I get to do that soon. But as far as you, Peggy Carter goes, um, what I had read about that upcoming season is that her appearance is going to be more of a cameo and not a okay. recurring role. I had read that it was going to be like one episode. I was and that's kind of what I expect. Um, it would yeah. have to be because, I mean, you figure Peg- Peggy Carter in her heyday was World War Two. Yeah. And if they're doing anything... Remotely current, even if it is the '80s, it's still going to be the '80s. I mean, that's forty years difference. I mean. Well, like you yeah. said, Kang. If it's Kang the Conqueror and he uses time travel, he could pull it's her in true. from the '40s. Yeah, he, well, I don't know if he uses time travel. Like he can manipulate time. So All right, so either either way. Well, yeah, 
he could be the reason she's there in like present day or something like that. Yeah. I just didn't know if they're, if they're labeling this season Secret Wars. Do we think this is going to last the full season? Like, I, I feel like this could be like a, an event thing for a couple episodes, and then yeah, you... they'll, they'll they'll find some way to drag it out for a full season. Well, yeah, I mean, Secret Wars kind of it did drag on because they're fighting the Beyonder originally, and then like uh, Mike said, they get the Doctor Doom takes on the Beyonder's powers, so it, you know it shifts from one to the other and. Because yeah, there's there's been three Secret Wars series so far: Secret Wars one in the '80s, Secret Wars two, which was the late '80s, early '90s, yeah, maybe mid '80s at the latest, and then the the most recent one. So they might do a combination of everything, or like my my thought is, it's not gonna be nothing like any of them. It's just <laughs> gonna be they're just calling it Secret Wars just to play off of what just happened, and. Yeah, but it's if, just I feel like if you're trying to get totally different, if you're getting kids to watch, kids don't traditionally read the comics, especially the new ones, so they wouldn't even heard of this new Secret Wars that just happened last year. Well, then they absolutely wouldn't hear stuff from thirty years ago. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. Like, I think it's it's a way for them to tell that story to a new generation. Yeah, I'll, pl- I'll play your silly game, <laughs> Andy. You're being really quiet. Are you gonna play your silly game? <laughs> He's I was I was guy. just gonna ask if uh, <laughs> I, I don't really know much about the Marvel animated universe. I don't know what you would call it, but does it have any correlation to the MCU? I don't think it does. No. I mean, I feel like they tailor. Some I don't of the, watch a lot of it either. Some I've caught a little bit. I think I think the Avengers Assemble cartoon is on Netflix. Like, if you want to watch it, the first couple yeah. seasons I think are there. I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I put it on sometimes just when I want something on the Ultimate background. Spider Man's on there too. Yeah, but, I haven't dived into that one because I wasn't sure how I felt about that. But the I fact don't like that, how he like um, breaks the fourth wall and talks like little pictures and shit like that that kind of irritates me. But um, yeah, I feel like they they tailor it after the movies. Like if you've seen the MCU yeah. movies and then jump on the cartoon, you'll feel right at home because it's those types of characters. Okay, it's kind of a cop yeah, out it, then for for Haley Atwell to be in the MCU, and then now she's just a voice in the animated universe. That, that I mean, mean that kind of sucks because I thought her character was actually pretty solid. Yeah, I mean she's great, and I haven't it's even just, seen the show. So the sad thing for her, the is show probably, is not that good. I'll just tell you that right now. I mean, the sad thing is, it's probably the only way she can reprise the character now. Her TV show's canceled. They killed her off in Civil War. They're not going back to the '40s for any type of movie. No. So like this, this is it. It's just a mean, TV show right now. Oh, that's right. Like she's getting a TV show, uh, on TV. Conviction, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, she is otherwise preoccupied. The only way I see her making her way back into the MCU is if they decide to resurrect the Red Skull. And they Flashbacks. need to go back to... The, yeah, they need to go back to the 40s, 50s, 60s, something like that to hash out his return in some way. Which, yeah, but, I which they would. Which could happen now because Hugo Weaving just... Wouldn't, didn't he just like say that he actually enjoyed his role as the Red Skull? Uh, more or less. He, I think, I think still... he said like he's willing to do it again. Yeah. And... What, what work is he doing lately? He's like, <laughs> I need money. This is what, what money does train. Hugo Weaving need? I mean, the guys. Well, I mean, I, I just figure he's been in like everything that made shit tons of money, yeah. except for <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> which never know, man. People spend money in crazy ways. <laughs> That's true. I think at the time his biggest complaint was the makeup. Like he didn't like the mask that they made him wear. So I don't know if they're going to find a way. Phenomenal, so it was a really good, yeah. 
I don't know if they'd like to uh, to appease him if they would either find a better way to do prosthetics or like CG his head or something. Well, you're also thinking that's also what eight years ago now, S- six yeah. years ago, they made the first one. First one. Uh, Captain America, six years ago. Yeah, I don't remember what year. I want to say twenty ten or twenty eleven. Yeah, twenty eleven sounds so, right. Let's yeah. just say five yeah. or four Avengers. Ago. So uh, I'm sure they've they've come up with better ways to do prosthetic stuff now. Oh, I'm sure. Good yeah. makeup stuff. So tell him to put his big girl pants on and get get out there. <laughs> you hear that? Well, Hugo Weaving, Mike Romano tells you. I just called you out, Hugo. <laughs> what do you do about it, H. Smith? <laughs> uh, does anybody actually? I guess we sort of touched on it, but does anybody actually watch or has watched the Avengers Assemble cartoon? Nope, I have. I've watched maybe three or four episodes, okay. and it, it it was just too felt too much like a child's cartoon for me. To... Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's too child. It's too kitty. Yeah, I actually like liked it... the other version they had prior to that that they canceled to bring yeah. Avengers Assemble on. I think that it was the better one. It was just called a, like Avengers, Avengers just... Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That was yeah, it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yep. Yeah, that one was really good. They did a lot of good stories. Like, the Ultron story in that was really good. Mm-hmm. Then Because they, they started getting into Decree, didn't they? Yeah. And then they kind of just stopped. Yeah, the There's scrolls scroll. and everything. Scroll. Yeah, the scrolls yeah. were coming in. And then they and that stopped. was around them when they got canceled. Yep. That was I another one that, that was on Netflix for a while, and I started catching up to that, and then I realized it got canceled, and then I was bumming out. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else to to add for Haley Atwell? Is this enough to get you guys to try to watch Avengers Assemble, or does anybody really care? Don't care. <laughs> A cameo appearance isn't getting me to no hop in there. And I mean, even if it was more than that, it it's just Peggy Carter. It's not. It's not getting me in. Like it's. I have to say that because they're calling it Secret Wars, I'm just kind of curious to see what it's how it's going to line up to the comics. Yeah. And yeah, I'll three. give it that. That might get me to check it out more than Haley Atwell's presence. Well, was. absolutely, yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I think she's more of an added bonus for me. The Secret Wars tag is, is got me curious. I'd like to see what they go with it. Yeah. And, you know, just hearing her as the character would be a fun little callback, but it's not enough to bring me into the show. Mm-mm. I think, it, like Mike was saying, I think it's more the Secret Wars tag that's that gets me interested. Yeah. Um, all right, so sticking with Marvel, we're going to move on to... Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's all Marvel Netflix from here on out. (laughs) Um, Iron Fist actually had a pretty good presence at New York Comic Con. Oh, yeah. And for anyone not following along with the whole Marvel Netflix plan, uh, the Netflix series from Marvel that are, that are out there, they're going to give a few characters their own solo series, and they're going to team up for an Avengers-style crossover called The Defenders. So the first one we got out was Daredevil. Jessica Jones came next. We're on to Luke Cage now, and the final Defender is Iron Fist, which is in March. Uh, so we finally get our first trailer for Iron Fist, which is what we're going to talk about now. And like the de- As the trailer shows, there's quick words that pop up. So it says, the final Defender arrives, mm-hmm. in case anyone was unfamiliar with what the hell that meant. Um, Which yeah, is so well, funny because like they were never really part of the Defenders. No. What Power, what is Power the, Man was the only one. So what is the Defenders team then in the comics? Doctor Strange. Yeah, um, was, the Hulk. Yeah, um, the Defenders... The, Power Man was the on the Defenders. Silver Surfer? That's it. Yeah, Silver, Silver Surfer, Surfer was a member yeah. of the Defenders. And, um, 
There, it's one of those rotating ones. They had like several different iterations. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking like original and like main, you know, like main series. But but Jessica Jones was never part of it. Daredevil Uh, was never part of it. It it should be more like Marvel Knights is is really what this should be called. Yeah. I I feel like they're a lot closer to being Marvel Knights than they are to being the Defenders. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you think they just thought the Defenders sounds cooler? Maybe. Well, they're defending the city on the street level side of things. So I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're they're appealing to the mass media. I mean, the 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 vast majority of the people that are gonna watch this are are just individual peoples, not people that like us that know. Yeah, details. they're not gonna know the difference. Right, right. Yeah. For them, it's just defenders. Okay, now watch it and have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I just want a heroes for hire show. Just give me. Luke Cage and, and um, oh, Jesus Christ. Jessica Jones. We're talking about him, Mike. What's his name? Iron Fist, yeah. He's, <laughs> wow, it just went, like, gone. Just gone. <laughs> just complete brain fart. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if you get that after the Defenders. Like, if they spin off into yeah. their own, like, team-up show. Yeah. Uh, if Iron Fist catches on the way that Luke Cage has, I, I think that'll absolutely happen. Yeah. But I think it's kind of like, at this point, they're probably just waiting to see... If people really like the character, you know, if people like Danny Rand and they want to see it, is it? Well, you got to think too. Like, we already know we're getting a season three of Daredevil. They've said they're getting a season two of Jessica Jones. Punisher is in the works. And if we get a (laughs) and if we get a season two of, I'm, I'm assuming you'd get a season two of Luke Cage and Iron Fist. So that's five different shows. Well, there was also one I heard about that I don't know if it was just speculation or what, but. Well, I heard Cloak and Dagger. Well, that's that's what on another channel. Cloak and Dagger is not a Netflix show. That's going to be oh. on the. They're putting it CW. on. CW. No, the okay. uh, no. the the. It's called Freeform now, but it used to oh, be yeah, ABC, ABC Family. Family. Yeah. Okay. So I don't so know I've what kind of teen that, show I've that's going to be. I've seen them all but... posted on like one poster kind of thing, like where yeah. Cloak and Dagger was right at the bottom, of all the others. So I didn't know that it wasn't going to be Netflix. I hadn't heard anything else about it, but. Yeah, that okay. one's coming. I don't think they get a lot of press for that one because I think it's it's on the random channel that no one will probably watch. Yeah, ABC yeah. Family. That's a strange decision for an ABC Family. Yeah, that's show what I was thinking too. Yeah. they're more an adult comic than children, but. But yeah, so with all the all the stuff they have planned, they could conceivably have five different shows on the air at once. So it sort of makes sense if they're, you know, if they want to sort of trim it down, you put Iron Fist and. Luke Cage together, mm-hmm. combine sure. two shows into one. Now you still only have four shows on the air, which you well, think, think would I help. Defenders was only like a one-time deal. I mean, for, for right now, I'm sure well, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's not even a full thirteen season episode season, is it? I feel like it was announced as some sort of mini series event, like a like a yeah. four to six episode kind of deal. Yeah, whether or not it stays that way, I mean, with the amount of press and and praise that these Netflix series go, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's another 13-episode series. True. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and it, it'll still be five running concurrently, because, I mean, you have the four Defenders and the Punisher that are all going to have their own show. Right. And the Defenders would make six. Yeah. Yeah. I, true. I guess so, I'm not counting the Defenders as, like, a, uh, a normal, like, all-the-time thing, because you probably have two or three of them on a year. 
So yeah. the solo ones come out in be- like if it's not, if it's if they do the defenders like the Avengers, and you do a bunch of solo s- movies, and then you have one big team up, and then they spin off into solos again, and then they come back for a team up. Right. That would That's make the sense. kind of schedule I'm I'm picturing. Yeah, and the, I, I think if they do a Moon Knight, that would be awesome. Um, I, I don't know that it'll happen, but I hope it does. Yeah, that's been one of the rumors I mean, for a while. Yeah. I mean, everything I mean, they make on Netflix has been a hit, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like, yep, just, just keep printing out money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They could do that. Yeah, as long as they just keep doing quality. It wouldn't be too hard. Yeah. yeah. All you have to do is put Marvel in front of the Netflix title, and I think people are willing to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um. But yeah, I guess we started talking about all these shows, but we haven't talked about the trailer. What did you guys think of the uh, Iron Fist trailer? I'm excited to be honest with you, because like I don't, I, I mean, I I don't really, I don't really know a lot about Iron Fist. I know what he's capable of, and I know a little bit of his backstory, but I'm kind of just interested to see how they play it all out. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just it it it's got me really excited for just something different, kind of, I guess. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely going to be different. I mean, the Iron Fist draws on powers that they really haven't introduced much into the Marvel, U, the MCU, or any Netflix shows, anything like that at this point. I mean, the closest thing would maybe be Scarlet Witch, it, drawing mm-hmm. on like a mystical power of some kind, but she's not because she's obviously an experiment in the MCU. So how they're going to explain his powers if it stays true to the comics or if it takes a different route i i'm not sure what they're going to do but mystical powers is something that they're really going to get the chance to introduce in a couple of weeks with dr strange yeah yeah and i think that's going to open up a lot of the opportunities for them to you know be able to explain further how the iron fist attains his power um do you know his origin? Because I think he's the one I know the least about, so I can't really chime in on like what, like he's how he gets he's his powers. A, he's or like in a like plane that. crash. He's kind of like, wasn't he in a plane crash as a, as a kid? And he's raised by monks, and he gets his powers from a dragon. Um, a mystical dragon. I thought that's. I, I feel like the plane crash is hinted in the trailer. Yeah, the, there's. A lot of that there. Um, you, you, you touched on a lot of it. The powers of the dragon, I don't think he gets it directly. I'm not sure, though. It, it's been a really long time. I was probably a teenager last time I read the origin of Iron Fist. But um, I would say that he draws off... Um, I don't even know how to say it, because I don't think I've ever heard it enunciated by anybody, but Kun Lun... I don't know how it's said. <laughs> um, and he draws upon that as a mystical power, and it, I don't know, it, it the one thing I, it, that I would say is that it's a different sort of origin than any of the other Netflix characters, for sure. Yeah. And it, it's going to be a question of how that plays with the audience, you know, because... The initiated, if you will, will be just fine with it, and but we're not the majority of the audience, so how how's it going to play overall? I think determines the future of that character because as much as I 
hate to say it, the the casting choice is going to be a little off-putting for me. Um, just because the I don't know the guy's name off the top of my head. Finn um, Jones. Finn Jones. He looks a lot like a somewhat more muscular version of my brother-in-law. Um, <laughs> so it's going to screw with my head a little bit because you know my brother-in-law has like the same hair the same facial hair same it's kind of weird um and i don't know that i the other thing with the appearance of the character that kind of threw me is that nowhere there do you see him put on that cowl that he wears like daredevil Right, yeah, Daredevil <laughs> kind of wore the Iron Fist cowl, which threw yeah. me off in the beginning of Daredevil. I was like, why are they doing that? Um, but it, 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 it's something that he needs to do. <laughs> like, I feel like that's, like, part of the way the character looks. Is... Well, I think they'll, they'll get that eventually, just like the Daredevil costume. Like, he didn't get a full costume until the last episode of the first mm-hmm. season. Yeah, yeah. That's something that they'll they'll build towards for the character. True. I mean, in Luke Cage, they kind of just poke fun at it, yeah, which yeah. kind of had to happen because it's not. Uh, it wasn't a cool costume. <laughs> I, I mean, Iron Fist costume is kind of cool looking. I just don't know how they're going to do it, that. I mean, he's just it's just like green pants, a yellow belt, and a cow. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to walk around shirtless for the outfit yeah. to work for me. But yeah. you got to show off that chest tattoo. Yeah, that's yeah, I. I thought that looked kind of painted on in the trailer, honestly. Yeah. Well, the other thing that is like tattoo really kind of threw me off. I was like, "This looks <laughs> awesome." Then I was like, eh. <laughs> if, they, "If they do it right, that tattoo can glow like they show his fist glowing, yeah. which would be really yeah, I mean, cool." It can... But it it honestly looked like he went to a Renaissance fair and got it painted on his chest. <laughs> it That's did. what we should it, do. <laughs> it, it, the other thing is, it looked like it was too small. For the Iron Fist tattoo. Like, for what he has on his chest in the comics is much bigger. It's huge. It's like his whole chest, almost. Right. Like, it, it, it's enormous. And it, it looked like this, you know, it was just a little tiny thing on his chest. and Almost like I the bat that... symbol. It was just like... Yeah. Like, same positioning, same everything. It's a good idea of it, but I don't know. It, it we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But, I mean, in the comics, when it lights up, when, you know... He, taps into the power and his whole chest lights up on fire like it's pretty awesome but and then what his like his one fist is it just the one fist that like glows and turns on fire and then yes, like it's, it's only super powerful right yeah so is it is it a tattoo or is it more like when the power happens is it just like kind of like a scar from from the the symbol that appears on him uh that's a good I, question yeah i i'm not actually <laughs> certain of the origin of the dragon on his chest i know i know pretty much what you've heard is what i know about it um it, 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 i know it lights up that but the the origin of it i i'm not certain of i'm excited I, to kind of find out more about him so so okay so i was reading a little bit here on wikipedia or um marvel wikipedia or whatever the hell it is the he stumbles across a, the city kunlun and I guess it only re- it only appears like every ten years, or something. I guess like a hidden city. Okay. Yeah. And it it appears so he ends up being there for quite some time. Trains, 
And he actually does kill a dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 19, he's given a chance to attain the power of the Iron Fist by fighting and defeating the dragon Shao, Shao Lao. Shu Lao. I don't know. The There's a lot of hard words to say in Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of Oriental words. Yes. Names. Uh, I feel like cords. this is where it's going to lose us because, like, compared to every other Marvel Netflix series that's out there, they're all fairly pretty grounded. Yeah. And now it, you're talking about fighting dragons except, and mystical stuff. like Except for the second part of season two of Daredevil, that gets kind of mystical yeah. with, like, yeah. the whole uh, black sky or what was it called? In the hand. In the hand, the hand. And, and, like, so, the Electra thing and everything just got kind of a little bit less grounded. <laughs> that's true, yeah. I mean, if I had to guess, the dragon he fights in, if he fights a dragon in the Netflix series, my guess would be it's not a real dragon. Um, mm. It's a vision of some kind or a... Like a manifestation. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it, it's not going to... I think if they go real dragon and Fin Fang Foom pops up and, <laughs> you know... Awesome. <laughs> oh, I, I agree. I, it would be fin awesome, Fang but they're going to lose a lot of people on that. <laughs> It's going to be one big, really, like, really big muscular guy named the Dragon. Yeah, it could be. You <laughs> well, know, the, like... He puts his hand on the molten heart. Actually, it was the Dragon's molten heart. I guess he... Okay, so I hang on. the Undying, who guards the molten heart that had been torn from his body. During the battle, Daniel throws himself against the scar of Shalal, which burns a dragon tattoo onto his chest. Having, oh, okay. Having killed, he enters the cave, plunges his fist into a... Uh, container uh, holding the creature's molten heart emerging with the power of the Iron Fist. And then I guess it's revealed later that Daniel is a part of a long line of Iron Fist. Alright, so there we go. So we got jack dragon fighting and molten fire heart hearts. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, yeah, I, I mean, guess we'll see if, that, um, if they take it that way. Did the trailer really show us much of who the antagonist was going to be? No. No. No, yeah. but I, in the in the comics it says apparently like his father was killed. So maybe he's going after his father's killer and I didn't read enough that would give me any information on who it was. Yeah. I mean, it, not that they can do it, but it it would be like a dream thing for me if they could do like just bring the origin of Sabretooth back from the comics and have him fight Sabretooth. It would just be fantastic. They they can't do it, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that that's one of my favorite Iron Fist comics that I can say I've actually probably read several times was the Sabretooth first appearance. See, I didn't know he run, he fought Sabretooth. Yeah, yeah, first time, I think it's issue 14. Uh, Iron Fist 14 is first time Sabretooth ever appeared. Wow. Oh, so he debuted in Iron Fist before he was an X-Men villain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I didn't who know was that. The other, who was the dude that always fought Iron Fist? Iron Serpent? Yeah. He was dressed in, like, yellow? Or green? Or he was like, who's like the opposite color? Yeah, yeah. Iron Fist Iron. wears yellow, and yeah. he would wear green. Yeah, Iron Serpent. And yeah, okay. it See, sounds right. You know a little bit, I, dude. I just because I have like issues of just like random stuff, and I just <laughs> see stuff like that. I mean, it, not saying too much about Luke Cage, but I kind of felt that at least at the beginning. Um, you know that the, they were maybe going to head towards the Serpent Society, mm-hmm. and so I could see them because the the Serpent Society that's in the comics is not 
what's in Luke Cage. It's they, you know, they that was one thing that you know had had to be very clear for people who aren't aware of it is that you, we'll get into more of it later, but it, it's not the Serpent Society. Um, okay. But they may twist it for the purposes of Netflix into that yeah. and tie Iron Serpent into that Serpent Society. Okay, I got um, you. Which kind of works a little towards my theory about the whole Sigourney Weaver thing, but we'll talk about that later too. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only other thing I wanted to mention is we. it looks like the trailer gives us another hallway fight, which I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this the Iron Fist show I think could give us some of the best fight choreography we've had since Daredevil. I hope so, yeah. It, um, it, it probably can. Um he's much more powerful than Daredevil. So yeah, I believe you know that. I mean like when when he impacts somebody it's not going to be like Daredevil impacting somebody and just a street you know, fight. Yeah, it's not right, street, yeah. just a street fight. No. But yeah, you see him punch through like a steel door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he he, he can pack a lot more of a punch. Yeah. So it'll be a different kind of hallway fight, but I think it'll be fun all the same. Yeah, definitely. Um, maybe, maybe he just won't use his power. It could be before he gets his power. That yeah. could be too, yeah. You know. Um, all right, so that looks pretty sick. Uh, that comes out, I forget what day in March, but it is March of 2017, so we got a couple months to wait. I think it was sometime in the middle of March. Yeah, I want to say like the, right. I want to say St. Patrick's Day. Actually, I want to say like the seventeenth. Oh, <laughs> that could nice. be. Um, all right, so I'm going to try to keep us moving because I think we're going to lose Andy in a little bit here. Yep. So I want to try to see if we can get to Luke Cage while he's here. Damn work. <laughs> uh, one more news story to hit quickly, and I think this was at the Mike already sort of mentioned it, but I think it was at the Iron Fist panel, and I put this video on Facebook for anybody that wants to see it. Um. Finn Jones was asked about bringing out... He asked Jeff Loeb, head of Marvel TV, who was, like, moderating the panel, I guess, if he can bring some friends on stage. So they introduced all the Marvel of uh, Defenders Netflix stars. So we got Charlie Cox, Mike Coulter, Kristen Ritter, and Finn Jones were all up on stage together. It was the first time all four... As far as I know, all four of them were met. Like, they, they just met backstage before they went on stage. Um... Like, obviously, Kristen Ritter and Mike Coulter had met because they'd been in Jessica Jones together, but for all four of them together, that was the first time. So that they was a big met. deal. They were naked. Well, that, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, so that was a big deal for the people in New York. The crowd was going nuts, and then uh, Jeff Loeb tries to calm them down because he has another announcement that they hadn't heard, and he says that we've cast the vi- the person playing the villain for the Defenders that's going to take on all four of these people. And then he announces that it's going to be Sigourney Weaver to the crowd and they lose their shit. They start chants of like, holy shit and stuff, which was pretty fucking cool. Uh, so Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver is going to be the villain of the defenders. Who's going to take all four of these people on. Um, I'm really ecstatic about this casting choice. These Netflix shows have done really, really great with their villains. And I think she's going to bring it, whatever they make her do. Uh, but does anybody have any idea who she could be playing? Cause I have no idea. I don't either. That's why I was curious. It sounded well, like Mike had a theory. It, my theory bases once again off of them convoluting the Serpent Society into the villains that appear in Luke Cage is the start of it. Um, and her playing, potentially playing Viper. Um, oh, okay. Which is the same villain you saw in uh, The Wolverine. That's what I was going to ask about. But... 
uh, the, the, it is a character that would have crossover value, kind of like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch do, where yeah. both universes could use them. Which I actually had to look up when I was thinking of this, because <laughs> I wasn't certain that it, it would be possible for them to do it, but evidently the character appears enough in both. That... So she's not considered strictly an X-Men villain. Right. And <laughs> they could go that route, um, tie everything like that together. It, that would be one thing I see as possible. I don't necessarily think they would go that route, just because I don't see Sigourney Weaver playing Viper. Putting her in like um, this leot- this green leotard. Yeah, I just so, don't so see I that. Think, I, I see more her. of her like a like a kingpin kind of level, but I don't know any yeah. female versions of that. Um, Monucci. Um, who's that? I don't know yeah, who that is. She's a, a mob boss type villain. From okay. I can't remember who she starts out as a villain for, but um, one of the street level superheroes like we have here, Daredevil and Luke. See, Cage. I'm kind of I, assuming that the the villain organization they're gonna that the defenders will be fighting will be the Hand, but I don't know who he, she could play in like the hierarchy of the Hand. Um, they could. Well, there's two in, in mind there. At one point, um, Typhoid Mary was kind of leading the hand um but i mean that was in i want to say that was in deadpool uh that that was happening um and the other one is morgan lefay um and she had loose ties to the hand and they could i mean they can really change the characters a bit if they want to fit is that the same morgan Um, lefay from like the king arthur legend um it's based off of it okay they use the name and use like the motivations and everything but um yeah the the character is very similar so what's up with this character because i don't know anything about this one either um i would recommend you google it (laughs) (laughs) she's very good at manipulation um, I can and, see Sigourney Waver playing that kind of a, a person. She, right, you're not going to get her because she's old. She, you're not going to get her like in any kind of action, action. villain. No. Yeah. She's going to be a string puller. Yeah. Right. And I have one other crazy theory that I actually, this one I seen immediately and ties to it because originally they had said, which I didn't realize, Brian and I talked about this before, um, about Mephisto. Hmm. And originally it was said that Mephisto was going to be the villain for Defenders. And I didn't realize that. And uh, But the thing with Mephisto and the possibility of that working is that Mephisto doesn't have to appear on Earth as a man, a woman. He could appear as a dog if he wanted to. Um, <laughs> he saw Alien in Ghostbusters and was like, yeah, I'm going to look like her. Dana. <laughs> well, I mean, if she goes Mephisto, she can right. She could go very Zool at the end of it there at some point. <laughs> and I, we had talked like because if they're gonna do Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, you're gonna have to have a Mephisto character, if not specifically Mephisto, somebody playing that role. And this would be a chance for them to introduce that character. So yeah, I think I've heard like. Uh... Dormammu, I think, has been rumored for the Doctor Strange movie. So whether yeah, I, or not that happens. And then the other mystical villain, the big one, is Mephisto. Yeah, and Blackheart. So, 
I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's remains to be seen where either of them could show up, but especially if Iron Fist starts bringing in some mystical to the Marvel Netflix series, you figure you might get another mystical villain in there. Yeah, and Mephisto is one of those ones that we we kind of discussed, like saying like Disney Mephisto technically being Satan. I don't know how well that would go over with them. Right. But that's also why he was Mephisto in the comics is because it didn't go across with the code back in the day. So, possibly. Yeah, the, de- the devil-type characters would fit better in a Netflix series than a Disney movie. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but it, yeah, I, we'll I, to it, my first bet would either be Ma Nucci or Morgan Le Fay, if I had to venture a guess, but... Yeah, we'll have to wait until, well, probably about a year. Probably, I'm assuming fall of 2017 is when we're getting Defenders. Sounds about right. We know yeah. it's sometime 2017, and they seem like they've been doing pretty good of releasing one in, like, March or April, and then a second show in, like, September, October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if if we're getting Iron Fist in March, I would think the next fall is when we'll get Defenders. So, but I'm sure we'll get a trailer of some kind right around Iron Fist premiere. Well, because you figured they they moved Daredevil to 18 because of Defenders, right? Yeah. So I would, yeah, it would have to probably be mid to late 17. And that yeah. just saddens me. Moving Daredevil <laughs> yeah. back even further, it was like, ah, uh, uh, that sucks. But... And you think about that, but it's like there is enough content to keep us held over between now and then. Yeah, plus, there's plus, no shortage of comic book stuff out there. Plus, we'll get some Daredevil in Defenders, so... Yeah, true. Yeah. It's not like he's going away completely. Right. Yeah. Um, Alright, so I'm going to move us on to Luke Cage just so we can try to get Andy in here before he jets. Uh, so, a few weeks ago, Netflix debuted their latest Marvel series leading up to Defenders, which is Luke Cage, now available to be binged. Uh, we briefly talked about it on the show before... Uh, we're finally going to give sort of our first impressions of what we've seen and uh, what we think so far. So this is not going to be a summary of the whole season, just our initial thoughts for the first four episodes. But with that in mind, I am going to throw out the spoiler alert. So if you haven't started Luke Cage yet, you can pause us now, come back after you've watched the first four, and then, uh, you know, at least finished up to uh, episode five or something like that, and then you can come back and listen to us. Uh, so this is your last warning for spoiler, spoiler alert for first four episodes of Luke Cage. Wee wee spoiler. Wee wee spoiler. You know something like that. Uh, all right, so we're back for Luke Cage, and we'll just get into it. Andy, what did you think of the first four episodes? Um, there were there were a lot of things that I liked, and there were a few things that I didn't. Um, uh, I really like the music so far. I think the music in what was it, uh, Harlem's Paradise. The, the club mm-hmm. is that what it's called? Yeah, mm-hmm. Harlem. Oh, with all like the jazz o- singers Oasis. and stuff yeah, like that. No, I, I think they had a bunch of R and B, a bunch of jazz singers and stuff, and I think I think that's really cool so far. Um, I think the the actors have all done a good job. I am especially um, impressed with Cottonmouth so far. I think yeah. he's done a pretty good, pretty fucking solid job. Oh man, he's on another great show. Um, the thing that I wasn't impressed with so far are, are the action sequences I, I I thought were a bit cheesy. Like the couch, I especially fucking yeah. hated. <laughs> especially fucking hated. It looked so horrible. It's I like mean, it was budget. cool when they yeah. when they flashed back or they, they had like a flash forward and you saw the couch fly out the window. I'm like, oh, that's going to be fucking awesome, you know? And then it <laughs> happened and I'm like, this is fucking horrible. 
And and the car door really annoyed me as well. <laughs> it also looks cheesy. I thought it was cool yeah. when he wrapped it around the guy, but when he was carrying yeah. it and hitting people with it, it I mean, it was kind of like one of those horribly done action sequences where I punch and like my punch is like four feet away from the dude and he goes flying. <laughs> it reminded me of that. I see. I thought about. I thought the exact same thing, even in Jessica Jones with him. Yeah, it just. I don't know. I, if, I, remember, I don't I know if he's, that, like it's. He, he's a good actor, but I don't know if he can do the action sequences real well, or they just don't know how to how, how to do like his his strength. Because he's so strong, right? Yeah. I don't. But Jessica Jones seemed to do a pretty good job with it. So I don't know if it's the actor or 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 just the um, choreography for him. Or, but it, or but it, it really think, is like, kind of bothersome for me. Yeah, I, I I totally absolutely hundred percent agree with that part. I think it's more the choreography. I think they're just bringing him to the fight as just this big brute. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sometimes he does a good job, like when he throws the guy under the ceiling, or like when he throws the guy against the wall. Like that looks cool. But as as soon as he like picks up something to to do something with, it's just like why? Yeah, <laughs> like why does he need the car door? It just it didn't make it didn't make. He didn't want sense. any more holes in his clothes. He's bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's so, bulletproof. so another thing that I didn't understand is like he he's he's basically invulnerable, right? Uh, like, does do the bullets still hurt him? Yes, he still which is, feels which it. Which is which is why he didn't shoot himself in the head when he took the gun from the kid, right? He shot himself yeah. in the stomach. Yeah, yeah, he still feels it. They just don't do any real harm, right? Yeah. So I mean, be... well, remember what happened in Jessica Jones? He got knocked the fuck out by that shotgun. Oh, that's true. Yeah, in the head, yeah, and like the, it, and the night nurse had to come in and like kind of watch him. Yeah, it, it can cause damage because it was like a concussion. You know, I mean, his brain, everything inside him still works just the same as right a normal person. Because his power is impenetrable skin and super strength. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... I think that's why the fight scenes are so hard because it's like he. It's almost like they're trying to play it off that like it's so easy for him to do that, so he kind of just does it. It's like, hey, you're out. Late, yeah, lazy yeah. fighting. Yeah. yeah. He, I, he, I, I, I've always thought that, but then it's, but the, the, the choreography is just compared to like Daredevil and that, it's just it's just not good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, granted, like he's he's kind of untrained. He's more of a brawler. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say that he, he was. Obviously, he was on the police force, so he had a little bit of like hand to hand training and whatnot. But I, I've always kind of seen him. Less of a boxer and more like a, a backstreet brawler or like yeah. a, a bar fighter. Well, that comes with a lot of underground prison fighting he was doing right, too. Right, that's the which, kind of fighting. Which style was another was thing using. I really liked. I liked seeing how he got his powers because I never really knew that before. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. It, Does anyone know is that accurate to the comics or is that mostly did they do take some leeway? It mostly accurate. Um, a lot of the scenes there were drawn directly, like straight out of Luke Cage one and two. Um, okay. You know, him pounding on the wall to get out. They did it a little bit differently. In the in the comic, it's pretty much just like one punch and boom, there's a giant hole in the wall. <laughs> um, and, I mean, it works a lot of the same way. You know, I mean, the corrupt guard. It, it, there's not really the underground fighting thing going on. Okay. Um, but it, the, the corrupt guard and the experimentation and things like that that are going on. It's pretty much the same. Um, so right. it, it's fairly true. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I wasn't sure how... I'm, I'm, I'm really curious uh, how or where they're going to take it for what... Do we have 10 more episodes? 8 more episodes? 9. Nine. Not 9. 9 more episodes. 
Yeah. I'm really curious where they're going to take it and if he will eventually end up back in Hell's Kitchen. I'm hoping... I know there's going to be a Night Nurse cameo. I'm hoping for maybe a Jessica Jones cameo. or I mean, We already got one cameo from uh, Turk, which was from Daredevil. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's like, I'm going back to Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, he's like, he's like, fuck this. These guys are crazy. Um, yeah, I definitely think Night Nurse is the connecting thread between all these. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't yeah. think we're going to see Jessica Jones or Matt Murdock or anybody show up. I think yeah. it's just. But Night but Nurse eventually he it. has to make it back to Hell's Kitchen, right? I mean, he he'll he'll eventually have to leave Harlem in this, right? Mm-hmm. To, you would to think be, to be to connect the defenders. Well, I heard mention like in in an article or something like that that like. Matt Murdock and Foggy Nelson's names were dropped in this, but that's about it. Okay, I can see name dropping as attorneys. For sure. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I, mean, been... I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this he's still in Harlem. But like when the Defenders happens, maybe somehow Jessica meets uh, Daredevil and Iron Fist or something. Yeah, I mean, it's... because she has already connected with Luke Cage, she's a PI. She can track him down right. and brings him to the team. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's not, it's not like Hell's Kitchen and Harlem are. Super far away or anything. They're right. in the same fucking no. city. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. just... a, a lot of Iron Fist, I believe, is also is going to be taking place in Manhattan. Um, mm. if, if you don't know, Danny Rand is a he's the Iron Fist, and he is so um, millionaire. Yeah, he 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 is very wealthy. Um, so he, he's a stark contrast to the other characters we have. You know the. Luke Cage, you know, he's basically got nothing. He's sweeping up a barber shop. Uh, Matt Murdock's a lawyer. (laughs) He only wants to take on innocent people, which if you do that, you're going to be broke. Um, And he essentially is. And so you have a very different feel that's going to go about Iron Fist in that sense. I, I, I don't feel like it's going to be have the same gritty feel that the first few seasons have had. Right. Um, But so connecting, you know, Hell's Kitchen to Harlem to Manhattan, I think they're going to leave that kind of for like probably a situation that they all respond to. Some major something happens and they all see it and they all say, you know what, that's not in my town, but I got to get over to Brooklyn or to Queens and, you know, they they meet Mm -hmm. there in some way. Um, so that's the thing, like, if you start be- making these threats a little bit bigger where these four have to come together and fight, with that being tied to the MCU, you got to start asking questions like, well, why is Spider-Man not showing up? Or why are mm-hmm. all of the Avengers there? <laughs> right. Yeah, where's it's Iron like you Man? have to make it big, but you can't make it so big that the Avengers aren't catching its attention and right. trying yeah. to get there. Right. Where's Cap? He's from Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, dude. it's understandable in the MCU, Cap's on the run, but, like, Spider-Man went back to Queens, so yeah. he should be there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's that. That's a very good point, and I don't think it's one they're going to touch on. No, it goes back to we talked about it in a podcast a long time ago. It was like the disconnect between the MCU, uh, between the movies and, and the TV shows. Yeah, so. yeah I feel I've heard like... some increasingly rumors of of like Agents of Shield and the Netflix series possi- possibly crossing over. That would be really cool. But I don't. Yeah, I don't what, see the movies. Possible stuff. Punisher coming. Yeah, there was some some sort of event, I think, that, again, Jeff Loeb held an event. They were screening, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff somewhere, and they had a lot of comic book creators in the audience, like some of them that did Punisher, um, 
maybe even like some of the other Netflix series, but I know specifically the guy that started the Punisher was in the audience and then they kept teasing like, well, this guy's here, you know, it, it'll all make sense in a little while why this guy is here for this event. So people are starting to theorize that John Bernthal's Punisher will show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something oh, like that. God, I hope so. That would be interesting. Um, and it, w- what I can tell you from Luke Cage, they make a lot of references, it feels like, in Luke Cage to the larger MCU. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just in that first episode, you know, the guy in the corner selling the DVDs and all that of the yeah event you know like oh i got the big green guy i've got thor i've got you know and it it seems like they're making a more pointed effort to tie them together subtly um uh mike not to cut you off but real quick andy you want to add anything else before you got a roll uh no i I think i pretty much touched everything i wanted to touch on with luke age so okay Mm, yeah well, we'll cut you loose, and then uh, we'll wrap up without you, and we'll catch you, I guess, another time. Okay, thanks again. Uh, it was fun, guys. Uh, nice meeting you, uh, second Mike. Um, <laughs> right. Mike number two. That's right. <laughs> uh, I will catch you guys all later. All right. All right. Thanks. See, See you later. All right, so we cut Andy loose. We're going to wrap up without him. You guys got anything? Mike, I didn't want to interrupt you. No, no you remember problem. where you left off? Do you want to pick up what you were talking about? I, I pretty much finished the point I was making. Okay. <laughs> um, so you cut me off at the right time. Okay, good deal. Um, was there anything else you guys want to specifically talk about with Luke Cage? Anything I, I, stick you think out what to you guys? I'm noticing that it was like when I watched Daredevil and I watched Jessica Jones, I binge watched the fuck out of those things. Like, I mean, I hammered through Jessica Jones and Daredevil. I think in a, in a couple of days. Yeah. And I mean, granted, there's some other things on Netflix that my girlfriend and I have been watching. Um, Still on House of Cards. Take it. Yeah, we want one more episode left of House of Cards until February. Um, but I I don't know. It's just not. It's not grabbing me like the other ones did. See, for me, it came out on Friday. Um, I finished it Sunday morning. So (laughs) you should. So you're done. You've watched them all, then. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them all. So I'm like kind of watching what I say, and you know. Uh, make sure I don't spoil anything. I mean, I watched a couple epi- I mean, I watched four episodes, and I just like I, it yeah. doesn't. It's not pulling me in. It's not like really like sucking me in like like I thought it would. It's it, it has a different feel. Like I I made a point of that telling Brian that when I asked me my first impressions, it definitely has a different feel. It's more has a more of a crime drama feel mm-hmm. than. A crime action feel. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. You, you, I think you know, maybe that's why it's not holding me. You need the action See, I there. I think it's more in line with Jessica Jones, though, because I think Jessica Jones was kind of a slow burn for me. Yeah, but Jessica Jones was more of a psychological thriller. Right. Yeah. And so I, you, that I don't know, for some reason that kept me like intrigued. I was like, man, I just watched. Maybe it was just just maybe it was just Kristen Ritter. Or I just couldn't stop watching her. Yeah. I mean, it, it, see, Jessica Jones is the only one that lost me. Like, I, I, I watched all of it. It just didn't hold me the same way that the others have. Um, but, I mean, I guess that's everybody's See, I, individual taste, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, I still think that uh, David Tennant's Kilgrave oh, is God. the best villain we've had, especially in the Marvel Netflix series. Like, I'd put him on par with Loki and stuff like that. I, I liked him, 
it, it did yeah. well, but I, I mean, if you're going to consider Punisher a villain, I'd still go with John Bernthal. Well, well, yeah, if you consider... Yeah, I mean, he was a villain like a, if yeah. for, for them, so... But, yeah, other than that, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, um, why I'm blanking on his name right now, I can't say. Um... Kingpin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Wilson one. Fisk. Well, I know Wilson Fisk. The, I know the Kingpin. Been off the hell. There you go. Yeah. It, he was fantastic as well. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing their villains so well. Um, and I think that's a testament of just giving them room to breathe. Yeah. I think, I think the villains they bring in the movies are good and should be good, but when they're only regular, like, uh, trimmed down to 15 minutes of screen time. Sure. You can't do anything with those villains, and that's why they're largely forgettable. I agree. I mean, all I, the villains in the Netflix, like, they have episodes devoted to them mm-hmm. to flesh yeah. them out, and that's what gets you invested with these guys, and I think that's why they, they do so well. Yeah, I mean, I think if you give Hugo Weaving, you know, the the screen time that D'Onofrio got as Kingpin, you, you've got one hell of a fleshed out Red Skull that's going to be even better. Oh, or, yeah, definitely. And he was awesome. He was, but it you know, it's the character's not as fleshed out, so it Yeah. It, it takes We'll never know a bit. what Malakurthia cursed or whatever it could finally be. <sighs> if he was on a Netflix series. You know, honestly, the the guy they cast for that was awesome. Like I I think he's great in so many things that he does, and he actually kinda looks like a damn dark elf all on his own. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, it was an awesome casting job. It was, I think that was just poor scripting. Like, yeah, I think most of the that Marvel villains, poor. I, th- I feel like most of the Marvel villains in the movies are always complaining about stuff that they shoot for their characters that get cut. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Malekith was one I know. Lee Pace's um, Ronan. I think they had a lot more backstory for him that got cut. He'll be back though. I, I kind of feel he, like that's coming back. Didn't he like disintegrate or something? Um, yes and no. Like, it's also, like, a, I feel like that's a similar effect to the uh, Tesseract. Oh, the Red where, Skull. Yeah, where you, he disappears, but is he dead or is he somewhere else? See, um, I said that about the Tesseract, too. That's the exact same thing I said about the Tesseract. I, th- I was like, I think Red Skull just went somewhere. Oh, yeah, he definitely did. The Tesseract is a portal. <clears throat> yeah. He did. He, he's he not dead. Die. But I'm thinking. Yeah, the same I mean, between thing the two, like Ronin. I'm expecting Red Skull to, sh- to show back up over Ronan. I feel like Ronan's done, but I could see Red Skull coming back. I think that's part of me just doesn't that want stone Ronan was to like be the done. Decimation stone, like it just pfft, everything. Yeah, true. So. I, I think that's just part of me trying to find a way for Ronan to come back and get more. <laughs> like, I would have liked to see more Ronan because I did like him. Yeah, it, it was the character was well wrote. For what he's supposed mm-hmm. to be, he was well acted. It just did not have enough to go on to really solidify it. But it, coming back around to Luke Cage, get us on topic. I think um, <laughs> do better at that than I do. Yeah, uh, keep us on point. It, it, um, it the series itself. I feel like having seen the entire thing, um, Cottonmouth will come around on you even more. I mean, he, he's a fantastic villain. Um, yeah, I do like him. It, the He's on uh, House of Cards, by the way. Oh, is yeah. that where he's from? Yeah, he's Rem- Remy Denton on the Council House of Cards. 
pretty cool character on there too. Sorry, good. No, no problem. <laughs> um, and Black Mariah will. I still I, I don't like the character. I think you're supposed to really not like it. Um, but is Black Mariah supposed to be like a huge like big bitch? Oh yeah, yeah. She was supposed to be like a big Bertha kind of character, like yeah. going around That's in like I a thought. Moomoo and like. But I, I actually like what they did with the character because I think it would just be a laughable joke if they had it be well, Tyler yeah. Perry dressed up in a Moomoo out there. Is <laughs> <laughs> Black Mariah? I don't think it would work. Um, so <laughs> it, it it works, um, and it, I'll. I'm not going to spoil anything, so that I'll stop there. I'm not going to get into my opinions on Diamondback because um, they reference Diamondback in the first few episodes, but they really don't get into much more. Right. Um, okay. So, but yeah, they only really mention them, right? Yeah, they just kind of mention them. He, he, yeah. Of course, he shows up. I mean, it, that's not well, a spoiler. Yeah. I really don't think. Um, but I'm not going to get into my opinions on the character. At this point, I'll leave that for later, another time. Um, uh, any other characters you guys want to touch on? I'm just curious what they're going to do with Misty Knight because they're, they have an older—I don't want to say older woman, but like, not she is older. She she's definitely seems like she's older than Luke. Luke Cage, and but like I like always remember what I do remember from Misty Knight in the comic books was like she was like around like you know she was like the same age. Yeah. And isn't she supposed to have, like, a bionic arm? I'm not at isn't first. She have, like, a bionic I think arm? his silence means we might get that eventually. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, in no, the comic, in, books, in the comic okay. books, not at first. In the comic books, it, it's oh, very okay. similar. It, it, she eventually does in the comic books, but that's far down the line for Luke Cage. Um, okay. Maybe that that's probably what I'm thinking of then. That's season yeah. two of Luke Cage. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> um... As far as where they're going to go with Misty Knight, I'm not going to... I, I, I can't... Seeing be, how much Mike can tell us without actually telling us anything. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Misty Knight's a detective, um, mm-hmm. and she's going to continue to be a detective. Um, and She does a good job. I thought she was pretty good in the show mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, yeah, she's excellent. Yeah, they chose the right person for the job. It's just a matter of... You know, in the comic, it's hard to judge what's going to happen based on comic books versus the shows and things like that. Um, well, plus, because these think, are all characters from like the '60s, right? '70s. Yeah, '70s. '70s. Yeah. Because um, Misty Knight's all the jive turkey. Oh yeah. Type of type yeah, of person. Oh, they, they definitely toned down Luke a lot um, in the comics. You know, he has a, the same thing: the, the very jive talking. Yeah, black exploitation, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and can't do that now. Well, it wouldn't work. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it, like it it's would true. just kind of come work. off as shaft if they tried. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> but it, for me, the whole thing is like in the comics, it, at least today, or maybe not necessarily current. I'm not sure, but his love interest was Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. And well, so they're supposed to have a kid together. Yeah, they, right. They do in the comics. Yeah, yeah. And um, where they're gonna go with his love interest here? It's really up in the air. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about because I saw I, I accidentally read an article and I saw uh, 
uh, of I, saying. I was trying to be vague. <laughs> I was actually trying to be vague because I've seen it. Yeah, and but I know what you're I'm talking about. I'm trying to say, like, it's up in the air something because Okay, don't tell me. I'm not saying nothing, though. <laughs> um, but, but I don't even think whatever you saw in the article necessarily is the end of that because Luke Cage and Jessica Jones kind of go hand in hand like Peter and Mary Jane. Yeah. So yeah. I... Just like Luke Cage and Iron Fist go together. Right. And I mean, maybe they're just saving that arc for the Defenders when they're finally all back together. Yeah, it could rekindle be. some lot missed feelings. You yeah, know, I mean, it, it, that's the other thing in, in, in the comics. <laughs> like, hot. Iron Fist is the one that ends up with Misty Knight. So, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. In the comics, that's the way it is. Yeah, um, well, at least yeah, for a time. Uh, you know what crossover. Mean? Yeah, it, yeah, that could work. Sure, it, but once again, it's, it's comics, so you never know for sure because you know they kind of pass around between each other. I mm. can't tell you for how many issues that Iron Fist and Misty Knight were together or if they still are, but... Yeah. It was a thing. <laughs> so... <laughs> it counts. Yeah. So, I, th- I mean, I think that's going to play into it, maybe. You know, perhaps they continue Luke and Misty's romance and those two end up fighting over or something. Yeah. You know, you... It's hard to say. Mm. Um, I actually had a couple people ask me, and I feel like I know the answer, <clears> but I just wanted to get your guys' opinion too. When does this take place? Is this after Jessica Jones or before yes. Jessica Jones? After. After Jessica Jones. Okay. Yeah. Because in the very first episode, Pop says something about the last your rebound chick popped you with a shotgun right in your jaw. Or oh, I like do remember that. that. Okay. Yep. So that's referencing what happened to him and Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because I was under the impression it was sort of like. Almost like they take place real time. So, like, Jessica Jones was out in, like, April or something, which was five or six months ago. Six months later. And, yeah, the beginning of the show, he's talking about working at the barbershop for five months or something. Yeah. Pretty much was real time then. Yeah. So that was sort of, that was the way I sort of took it. Yeah. But, okay. I just want to make sure I got the timeline correctly. Uh, And then, I don't know if you guys noticed, it was one thing I just want to make. Oh, make people aware in case they're getting confused. Um, the what's the lady that plays uh, Cottonmouth's cousin? Like the Black Mariah. Mariah. Okay, um, what's her thing. name? The actress. Uh, the, the I don't know how to say it. Actually, <laughs> it, it, I don't actually know unless I, I gotta look it up. I don't remember um, what her name is. It's not the lady from Suicide Squad. Yeah, it is not Viola Davis. Yeah. No, it's, it's someone that looks like Viola Davis, but it's not Viola Davis. You can suffice it to say, though, it's not it's not the same character that was in Civil War. Um, that's that's the point I was trying to make. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. the same actress. Yeah. Who? who oh yeah, you're right. It is. Tops, stops Tony Stark at the elevator, gives him a picture of her son, and says she works for the government. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that same character. It's one of the few instances where that they got the same actress to play two different characters in the MCU. Right. Because normally once you're cast as someone in the MCU, the only way they bring you back is if you are that character again somewhere else. You don't get to play two different characters. I, I mean, I think she was perfect for the role that she's playing in Luke Cage. And she was such a minor... I mean, it was a significant part of the Civil War movie, but it was such a minor character. You know, It's a pivotal point for Tony. So if like that's what you gravitate on and that's sort of what hooks you with him, right. I think she, it makes her a little bit more memorable. And, you know, how many people – they're probably just counting on people not really 
like you're saying, thinking that hard on that small little scene and then coming mm-hmm. to Luke Cage and being like, oh, it's the same person. Right. You know what? I would have never even have thought about it if you guys wouldn't have said anything. Uh, see, the never mission accomplished. My wife pointed it out immediately watching the show with me. <laughs> she saw her. She's like, isn't that the woman from Civil War? And I'm like, yeah. Does she follow that kept, stuff like, enough yeah, or is like, she, she just good at familiar. seeing faces? And that's why I, it never dawned on me because I was like, man, she looks really familiar. And I looked her up and I saw what other stuff she's been in. And I never even paid attention to her being on Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else actually – I know <laughs> – I feel like Josh keeps a list of like who's I know he keeps been trying to keep a list of who does Marvel and who does DC like people that have gone to both sides. Mm-hmm. I don't I should ask him. I can't remember if he has a list of people that appeared twice as two different characters. I mean Chris in the Evans same universe. <laughs> oh, in the same universe. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Evans wouldn't count, but Right. Um... Yeah, I, I have to I have to get him to clarify his list. I know he was he was trying to keep track of that for a while. I'll have to see if he's still doing that. Um, but yeah, just again, just to try to avoid confusion for people that, that make that connection. Um, I don't know. Was there anything else? Uh, one of the Easter eggs, I think I, we sort of talked about that. I just want to touch on cause it was one of my favorite moments. I think Mike mentioned it earlier when you see him like put on the, the costume, like his comic book costume when he's like, he, well, he comes out of the, the, uh, like the tank thing and he's got like the tiara on yeah, and the, <laughs> the, the bracers. <laughs> And then what, he's like half naked going through the the streets and finds just like this yellow shirt that he puts on and he looks like, like, like that's the costume pants. from the comics. Yeah. The, the, the one thing missing from the costume from the comics that, you know, they didn't do it for Punisher either was the go-go boots. Um, <laughs> the original, like Luke Cage number one, he's got yellow boots on. Oh, yeah. yeah um, absolutely. Yeah, big old platforms. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't, like I said, they didn't do it for Punisher either. Which I'm still waiting for. One day we're going to see a Punisher with the white boots, um, <laughs> just just because. Like, why not? It, it totally doesn't fit the character in any way. It's not tactical. It's friggin' stupid. But <laughs> you, you know, it, it would it would just be nice to see it. You know, <laughs> even if it's just a reference, like John Burnthrow walking through a shoe store looks at a pair of white boots and's like. No, can't do those. <laughs> yeah. You know, that would be well, enough. Basically, basically what they did with this one in Luke Cage is they put it on just so you could see it. You see the costume. He sees himself in, like, a car window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he he says to himself, you look like a damn fool. And then he changes. Yeah. Because it's like, this is this is your message to the audience. Look, this costume, we showed it to you. It looks like crap. We're never going to see it again. Move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the modern-day comics Luke Cage, he's, he'll still wear a yellow shirt. Yeah, I mean, but it's just like a yellow T-shirt. Like it's just yeah, yeah exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's just like a yellow, like Under Armour shirt. Yeah, yeah, really. That's what it looks like. And so, it, they, they modernized it. They kept the yellow, but yeah, the, his original costume ranks up as one of the absolute worst. But in the comics, believe it or not, he actually makes fun of himself the same way. Um, <laughs> he, he picks up that in the comics. He picks up that co- that outfit from a costume shop, and it's like the only thing in the shop that will fit him <laughs> they're like you know you're so damn big i you know like uh well we have this and he's like well it's not what i normally wear good enough <laughs> and you know the chain he just throws around just for the hell of it i think and mm-hmm. you know it, it's it, it's a very similar situation to what happens in the comics but he doesn't take it off in the comics and pitch it aside you know right um I still always appreciate those, like, in-universe explanations as to why they're wearing what they're wearing. Yeah. Well, 
they they have to. I mean, it, it, it. I feel like there's certain characters that don't though. They just give them a costume, and you just left to assume that that's what they wore the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like Spider-Man hiding his identity—that's good enough for me. Just, just saying, yeah. I, you know, I want to hide who I am. I'm good. You don't have to go any further. Um, although that that one, I'm hoping we see Stark armor at some point. Um, mm-hmm. The Iron Spider, like that—that oh, that yeah. would be that would be pretty sick. But I, I don't know if we're gonna get it. But I hope like hell we do someday, someday. Yeah, fingers crossed for that one. Yeah. Um. I don't know, you guys got anything else you want to add for Luke Cage? I'm trying to think, like, I don't feel like too much happened, and it's, we, we um, sort of talked about it already. I touched on it earlier, for anybody who may get confused that knows the comics, but maybe not entirely so well. Um, the Cottonmouth that appears in this show, the Diamondback that appears on this show, they are not the same characters as you may think of a Luke Cage there's multiple cottonmouths in the Marvel universe there's multiple diamondbacks in the Marvel universe they are entirely different characters it's not a retcon with a different name they were just overlaps in names and these are Luke Cage villains from the comics that he had villains named that it's not uh, I can't so remember. So if they were different different characters with the same name in the comics, do they just kind of like combine them into one for this show? No, 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 no. Like they they were like Diamondback today is a female villain with member of the Serpent Society that is entirely different from the Diamondback that appears on the show and in the Luke Cage comics. Um all right, so I'm have, I'm actually having a hard time remembering which one of the characters in the show is Diamondback. In the show, yeah. you haven't seen him yet. You haven't seen him yet. He's right. Oh, his that's right, his that's name right. is brought up. That's right. Um, and the same thing goes like it, it, in the Serpent Society, the ones that exist in the comics are, you know, they're very snake-based superpowers. Um, okay. You know, they, and that's why they form that up. So you know, in the comics, you have Anaconda, you have. Cottonmouth, Diamondback, Rattler, etc., etc., etc. They've been on. Um, um, they were on um, Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Okay, that's a good reference for you. Then, if you haven't seen them and know, yeah, who and they, they were are, like legit threats. Serpent Society. Yes, yeah. like they were dressed like serpents. Uh, yeah, I think I remember them dressed as serpents. I didn't yeah. put two and two together. That's that's, those, that's them. Yeah, those people. Yes, that um, that's yeah, yeah. And the, believe it or not, the the Diamondback in the Luke Cage comics also dresses like a snake a little bit. Um, not, he doesn't go full on snake. He, like when they drew him, he just kind of had like the outfit he wore was green and it kind of had like a scaly look to it when they drew it so that it looked a little bit like it was snake skin. Right. Um, but that, that that's why I feel like they may twist things around because they have a cottonmouth, they have a Diamondback, they have a basis for it. And they could twist yeah. it and make it work. Um, yeah, absolutely. But they are absolutely different characters. Mm-hmm. So, okay. in in terms of that, in case anybody was confused that saw that Avengers cartoon and thought maybe, oh, like, oh, Diamondback's going to show up. It's not the same Diamondback. Gotcha. Yes. It's a good PSA. Yeah. It... it 
It's not really a spoiler because it's in the comics. It's there. It's you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So I'm going to try to wind this down. We got anything else we want to talk about and touch on for Luke Cage? Otherwise, we'll uh, close this episode down. I can't think of anything else. Okay. All right. We'll try to reconvene. I guess whenever we all get on the same page and finish, we can we can give our final thoughts on the show, what we think of it as a whole. Yeah. See, that I only have one more episode of. Uh... House of Cards. I probably should. Be, I'd probably be able to finish it up now. Yeah, I've been holding off till we talked about the first four before I went any further. Mm-hmm. So now that we got this out of the way, I want to try to get through some more this weekend. I probably won't finish it all, but hopefully, I can get another decent chunk out of the way. So I don't know. Hopefully, within the next couple weeks, I'm trying to. I don't know what's really coming up that we get. To, well, I don't know. I got some stuff in mind for the next couple weeks. Whether or not we do that. Um, I still would like to talk about the CW show premieres, which I think the Legends of Tomorrow is on tonight. So once that that's out of the way, that could be something we talk about next week. I don't know. We'll see who I can get for that. If I, Mike, I think you're the only one that watches a lot of stuff with me, so it could just be me and you talking about that stuff. Um, so that yeah, again, we might do that next week. I just to sort of tease it, whether or not it happens, it's in the back of my mind. I really want to get. Mike, Mike, and Josh together for a Walking Dead show. Because uh, that premiere is, what, the end of the month? Next week. 20, next weekend. Week. Next Sunday. Is that so what the... forget about me playing video games on Sunday nights after this Sunday. <laughs> See, I watch... <laughs> at least eight weeks. I watch on Amazon, so I don't get it till Monday, which sucks, yes, but yeah. I don't have cable, so... Yeah, I, I have I, to watch it. I got off the grid. I don't pay for cable anymore. <laughs> I just buy it the yeah, season and wait it for it on Amazon. I don't, I don't blame you. It's cheaper in the long run. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I watch too many TV shows for it to be cheaper for me. <laughs> well, a lot of them are on Hulu. I mean, True. So, like all the CW ones, I think you can get right on Hulu. So, yeah. they're there, but yeah, um, I'm definitely up for that. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to get Mike and Josh together to talk some Walking Dead for a while. It just I couldn't get their schedules to align. So I can make it work we... anytime. So just let me know when. <laughs> yeah. So at the very least, we'll get Mike and Mike on for some Walking Dead. See if we can get Josh to add in the conversation too. Because I I've said it before. I don't watch Walking Dead. I never really get into it. So You're but ridiculous. I know. I know. I get a lot of shit for that as it is. It's like the biggest thing going right now, man. <laughs> it absolutely I know. It, is the it, biggest part of, comic part of me show. is at the time. It's like. You know, everybody's bitching that I should watch it, and me just to spite them is like, no, dude, just binge it. Just, I was just say... hammer it down, dude. They got all six all six seasons are on Netflix. Just yeah. hammer it down, and it's something I could get into eventually. But and the longer like you gore, wait, though, right now, but you don't like gore. I'm not a big gory person. Then you no. don't want to watch it. <laughs> it's not that bad. I, I it, it, there's a lot of the episodes where there's nothing. Well, yeah, that's true too. Like they, there, there are a lot of episodes that there's not much, but then there's some. It's just like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely oh, some of that. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> they, they come up with some interesting ways to kill some zombies. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If I ever start diving into it, we'll do episodes where I talk about what I thought about what I've seen coming in as the newbie. Yeah, I'm we're, with that. We're, we're going to be talking about. I don't know. Yeah, because at this point, I don't like. I'm going to well. give you guys the platform to talk about it. I don't care what you spoil for me, because as of right now, I don't have any plans to watch it. <laughs> wow. So, but I I know we've had requests to talk Walking Dead. I never organized it because it's not something I watch on a regular basis. But I again, I have no problem letting you guys talk about it because I got I got nothing. Well, and you can uh, be the one that asks crazy questions. You you know just why 
why this? Why that? And <laughs> yeah, I'll try to bring the dumb man's opinion. Yeah. To the <laughs> to the show. Um, and then I think after, like, if we did that the next two weeks, and then a week after that, Doctor Strange is out. So yeah, we we have our next couple. I feel like sort of rough outlined. And sometime soon, we're going to get more uh, Logan info. Yeah. See, that's yeah. going to be coming soon because that, that poster came out. There's more coming soon. I yeah, I wonder like if they'd really put a trailer for for Logan in front of like Doctor Strange or something. I wonder, Probably. I wonder if they're. I feel like they're rushing that. Well, they, they got to capitalize on their R-rated Deadpool movie that made a shit ton of money true. last year. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you've you seen the leak on the uh, villain, right? Or not the leak. I it came out. They, I... re- they released. Um, don't think that I did. I've seen something. I'm actually going to have to look it up really quick because it was just like this little dumb thing I clicked on for some reason. and uh, The clickbait headlines got you, didn't they? Yeah. Hey, well, I, I'm usually the, the guy that will cl- click on it to look at it. And uh, I will not really read it. I'll just read the comments to find out what was said. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, it... it they they released um, that the villain's going to be Donald Pierce. Um, I don't know who that is. Uh, the Reavers. He, he's one of the, he's like an overarching one of the. Oh, one of uh, Mister Sinister's. Isn't aren't the Reavers part of Sinister? No, that's the Marauders. That's what. I'm, okay, never mind. Um, the the Reavers are it, Pierce has close ties. He, he like he. He's a human that eventually gains powers that are different, but it, 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 it'll it be an interesting tie-in. Um, I don't know how much I like him being a Wolverine villain. He's more of an X-Men villain. Like, he's out to kill all mutants kind of thing, but he starts out as, like, a human that's very anti-mutant jealous, like every friggin' right, right. X-Men villain. Um <laughs> It, but that leak, you know, I was hoping it was going to be a Mr. Sinister leak, and it was a Donald Pierce leak, so we'll see. Well, that could stick with the uh, Mr. Sinister's a cameo type thing. Yeah, yeah, well, I think that's definitely coming, but who knows? Yeah, that's in March, right? That's another March movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. March is going to be Which an I interesting said, I feel like they're rushing this one. Yeah, that does seem like it's pretty quick. Yeah. But, I don't know. I guess we'll. I guess we'll see. I mean, have any of the Wolverine movies really been super high quality and not felt a bit rushed? You know, I do really like The Wolverine. I thought that was a pretty solid film. I liked it up until The Silver Samurai was the old man in the giant suit. Yeah, that's my biggest complaint. But yeah, you're right. Up until then, I think it's a really, really good movie. Yes. I agree with that. Um, All right. So yeah, that's sort of... What's in my head, at least for the next couple of weeks, we'll see if we can make those work, depending on what other type of, I guess, news stuff happens between now and then. If something big happens, I might shelve some stuff to talk about bigger news things, but that's at least what I got in my head for, for on tap for the next couple of weeks. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Just time for me to plug all my shit. If uh, you want to find us on Facebook, you can search for Brag Guys Super Friends or go to www.facebook.com slash Brag Guys Super Friends. Uh, like, comment, share. We appreciate all that good stuff. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. That'll really help us out. And you can also find us now on iHeartRadio. And on behalf of 
Andy, Mike, Mike, and myself. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.